Hey there, film fans. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave. And I'm John, and welcome back to The Love of Cinema, a pod in which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies, both new and old, with a strictly positive critical eye and yeah. award shows. That's right. <laughs> and, to, and to avoid lazy negativity, we've decided to make this episode and all of our episodes a little bit of a drinking game. Yeah. So anytime you hear us say anything negative at all about these movies, about each other, about your face, you're going to hear this sound. <laughs> that sound means that we need to take a drink. Oh my we hope God. you drink along with us. What is in that bottle? <laughs> so oh, wow. pour yourselves a glass or crack a bottle and uh, we're going to talk about it. The Oscars has a longer runtime than most British series. Ah, where's the thing? Yeah, Buzz, there it is. All right, gentlemen, we'd like to start with a pre-show shot since I'm drinking a full bottle of champagne during this podcast. I don't think I'm too that's worried funny about getting you did too that because I made myself a dirty gin martini for our fancy awards mm. uh, awards just, episode here. Oh, and I'm just Keep sitting here. I'm just sitting here with my nine percent beer that I drink every week. Classic. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> All right, cheers, so boys. we cheers. Oh, cheers! A pre-show shot to get us loose here. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that happened like <sighs> a while back. So for those of you new to this podcast, first of all, we're also on YouTube. So I know that you like to multitask while you listen to us, um, those of you who do. But uh, on YouTube, this is a special one on YouTube because Dave set up the slides for every single category because this is our Oscar show. So we're going to go category by category. Oh my God, I'm going to have to burp a lot this episode because of the champagne. Oh no. <laughs> that was Let a weird sound. Okay. Um, so we're going to put the slides up. So it's fun. It's fun. Ask, uh, ask some of our friends that watch us on YouTube and give us a whole lot of shit. For all this stuff the, you, the youtube fans are the most critical of our show i would say i, I, I mean they're, they're most critical but a lot of there's a lot of compliments too i just send you guys the bad ones that's well yeah like well, the, oh, oh, thanks yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah please, the, ones, the ones that write a fucking but, paragraph in the comments section in our show notes you'll find <laughs> our link tree that dave set up and in there's the youtube link also you know apple music spotify please like and subscribe we'd really appreciate that um so yeah this is our oscars 2023 for the 2022 film year the chris rock special just came out almost a week exactly yeah. before she, she this oscars which is like yeah netflix <laughs> just gives them i think netflix has so much I think am I clipping Dave? Well, whatever. Yeah, um, I think Netflix doesn't Netflix gives them so much money. I'm sure even Chris Rock was like, really, like on the anniversary of the Oscars, and Netflix is like, people are going to be talking about it. Here's twenty million dollars, and he said, okay, that's my guess. Um, but yeah, this is the anniversary of the slap, and also we're like a week away from our anniversary of our Everything Everywhere All at Once episode, which opens with us talking about the Oscars telecast, which we complained about because, or at least I certainly complained about because I thought the telecast was a bad telecast. They tried to make changes and they half-assed it and I thought it was a bad show, mm. but the awards were good. I'm rambling. Also, we saw- Who hosted last year? Last year's host so, was- Chris Rock. Chris, no, Chris oh Rock. Oh my God. Chris Rock presented. No, it wasn't Chris Rock. he presented Rock. that, wasn't he? It was, ah, uh, fuck it. I don't know. Jimmy Kimmel's back this year. Yeah, look it up. Somebody look it up. Yeah, um, well, they had to get someone who could fight. Somebody like left. Somebody opened the show and then just disappeared for the majority of the telecast. I don't think it was Kimmel though. Um, oh no, it was the three. It was Wanda, it was Sykes, Regina Hall, Amy Reg Schumer, and Wanda yeah. Sykes. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. And they basically did two opens last year. Some were like the jokes of just each other, and then some were about the movies. It was really strange. Anyway, yeah, it was weird. The more the point is, we've seen almost all of these <laughs> three, movies. Three good ones. So one please one. go back through our feed if any of these movies are interesting to you. We saw them almost almost all of them in theaters. Banshees of Inisherin, Tar. 
Elvis, you two saw in theaters. Top Gun Maverick, obviously. All Quiet, we saw at home, but John saw in theaters. Um, Women Talking, we saw in theaters. These are all the best picture ones that I'm saying right now. So all of these we saw in theaters and we recorded in real time before the award season thing. So we were void of this, Jesus, John, your fucking stomach in the closet, man. We could hear it in the episode. <laughs> that wasn't even my stomach. I don't know what that was. I, I, my tummy so, didn't growl then. So please go back through our feed and find all that content. And then very quickly, I'm just going to set up the show right off the bat, which is we're going to give you the typical what should win. That's just our opinion of what we think should win if we were could decide what should win. Dave, do you got that? I don't know. Wait, why? Why did I do that wrong last year? I think last year you said, I don't know. It doesn't matter. What last should win is just our opinion. Jeff, and then, Jeff well, did not let it go. Whatever you did, yeah. <laughs> waited a year for this. I just, um, I just, guys, <laughs> come on. I just I just want to disappear out of my shot, run into his shot, punch him. And punch him in the back. face and go back. So we're sure. going to do what should win, what we think should win. If we, could, if we could decide one vote, what would win? What we think will win, like what do we think the voters are going to choose? And then I'm going to do the Vegas odds again. So I went on Vegas Insider because DraftKings, the page stopped working. I don't know why, but so I'm going to give you what Las Vegas thinks. And I will say, stick around because sometimes with the award season, there's favorites. Like Daniel Day-Lewis won everything for There Will Be Blood. So by the time that like you knew he was going to win Best Actor. This year, there's no locks. Because even, yeah, yeah. even for Best Supporting Actress, the BAFTA went to somebody different than everybody that then who won I don't I'm trying to be a little vague here without giving too much away but like there are there are very few locks this year last year um Jane Campion was like such a lock for best director that it wasn't even worth it um you know but this year it's going to be Do you have the do you have the list of like the guild and other awards at hand right now or should we each like have one ready to go so we can tell you who won what leading up to this Um sure yeah, I remember most of them. Do you I remember really? most of them? Yeah, cool. I'll grab the BAFTA if somebody wants to grab the SAG, and we'll just keep going so we SAG, can refer SAG, to them. Just... I have I have SAG in my head. We're good. We're good with <laughs> SAG. Right, I'm, I'm grabbing BAFTA, and we'll be ready to rock. And then you know what else? I'll get DGA and PGA. Although I think I remember what won those. I think Top Gun won PGA, and DGA was um, I think really? Daniels. Oh man! Speaking of guys, <clears throat> did anybody watch? <laughs> Did anybody watch Tom Cruise's PGA speech when he won this year? Uh, it was, yeah, yeah. It was touching. It was yeah. Power. Yeah, he's what a what a grateful person. What a, we all love giving Tom Cruise some shit yeah. for all his Tom Cruisiness throughout the years. But it was it was a great speech, and I, I felt I was moved by it. Did he thank the visual effects guys that they didn't use? Stay. Oh, come on, come on. Getting ahead of it here. All right, you guys are doing great. I say we get in the episode. Um, should we? We should skip the gripes. Yeah, we uh, were bitter enough no, last I, week. <laughs> well, okay, okay, well, go we, ahead. We did have we did have some fun ones, but I kind of want to hear. I feel like this is every week. I kind of look forward to you making some some great observational <laughs> yeah, we, humor. We, we so see I kind of want to hear what, what you got. We want to see All how right. bitterness rehab treated you. Are, are you better? Oh, yeah, I, I complained about the Mandalorian <laughs> season three episode one. Okay, very oh, quickly, know. and then and then we're gonna get in. We're gonna start with we're gonna start with actor and actress. So stick around, by, people. By the way, last episode we played about three minutes of that. It was eight minutes long. Yeah, you didn't play my pirates <laughs> bit. You, you killed one of my jokes. It doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> oh, sorry, the, what's sorry up with the that. pirates that need to drink in the school? Literally, we're like, we will die if we don't drink in this school. <laughs> they fucking died because they couldn't drink. In a school, Does, anyway, they're, they're, whatever. Obviously, they're teachers. These kids, lives up. <laughs> they're teachers. Dave, <laughs> Buzz, I'm on my gripe page. Okay, you have two joys in your gripes: my flying to Florida, just the flight, or um, um, podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll do that one really quick. Okay, really quick. Give me You're the right gripe on. timer. Can we please stop loading the plane front to back? 
It makes no fucking sense. It makes no fucking sense. I understand first class wants to sit, but if I were first class, I don't want to have to get there 45 minutes so that I sit first. I want to come in and make a, a late, you know, people who fly private show up and then the plane takes off. Why did the first class go first? And I know it has two things. And number one, it's about status. So like, if you're a gold member, you get to whatever you're like a plat, whatever the fucking memberships are at these fucking flights, then you get to go first. But it makes no sense that there's a whole holdup at the front and then the back rows, there's nobody there. Second thing, second, it all, it's always, everybody's always like, it's the overhead, it's the overhead. I was on a Delta flight. There is so much overhead space. If you put those suit, if you put the luggage sideways, every single row can have three suitcases. What happens is these motherfuckers put their suitcase 10 rows in front of their seat, which if you're doing the math, it means that someone like me has to have their bag 10 rows behind these fucking rows so that I have to wait for everybody to deboard to go backwards because these selfish pricks take up my fucking baggage zone. And so it takes 30 mm. minutes to board, but it only takes 10 minutes to de- <laughs> Board. It's so stupid. Back to front. I just, I just, all the, all those poor bastards. I feel a little sorry for the people sitting in, uh, in first class because, like, you know, they've got on the plane and exactly, think, and then they I just the, watch the people's first, well, crotches not, like, for the it's, next forty it's like minutes. Literally, everyone's the crotch level. I don't know about you, but first thing I check is, all right, which motherfuckers in first class? Am I meeting anyone famous today? Like, they're, just, they're sitting there like a zoo exhibit. They are exactly, yeah. <laughs> and they all have their drinks. And I keep, I keep, I want to like accidentally fall on them and like spill their drink on them while they're just like no, sitting just, just so reach casually. Down. Thanks, mate. Take it and or do that. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Kick us off a plane? We're not yeah, Alec Baldwin. Why do I have a drink thing up? Okay. No, no one's kicking Alec Baldwin off anything. <laughs> not right now. We're staying away from him. Um, I like. I actually like Alec. Okay, here we go. Are you guys ready for our Academy Awards episode? Yes. All right. Dun, dun, dun. Here we I go. know we should have had a musical stinger. Let's. <laughs> I think we did. No, just... All right, Dave. I'll let you set this up because you put the time in to get the t- the, the slides. So what do we got first? Well, I was we're starting with actor in a leading role. All right, nominees: Austin Butler, Elvis, Colin Farrell, The Banshees of Inisherin, Brendan Fraser, The Whale, Paul Mescal, After Sun, Bill Nye, Living. That's the one we didn't see out of all of the acting nominations. I don't think we saw Living. He's not going to win, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, the, I was... <laughs> Sorry, uh, Harry's brilliant. He's a brilliant actor. Yeah, it's, it's just I feel it's... it in my fingers. <laughs> All right, this is a three-person race. So I love Paul Mescal. He's not going to win. So we it's a three-person race between Frazier, Farrell, and Austin Butler is the wild horse in this one. So John, who should win? Who will win? Well, let's let's give it up first. Let's go through the little things since we pulled them up. Um, Austin Butler won this at the Baftas. Yeah, weird, right? I mean, and great. Who won? Right. Who won for SAG? SAG was Brendan Fraser. Was Brendan Fraser right? So not and the Golden at all. And the Golden Globes was Austin Butler for musical or, or for whatever. Maybe they were a drama for Elvis. Never and then about um, the Golden Globes. Colin Farrell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell and Owen Butler. So it's so it's, it's a three person race. Yeah, I'm going first with who who I think will win. Okay, I think. I think Brendan Fraser will win. Okay. And I think Austin Butler should not win, but I would not be surprised if he wins. I think both of my bets are on Brendan Fraser. Okay. But I would not be shocked based on just the year that we've had. If for some reason Austin Butler goes away with it, I don't think anybody should be like, what the fuck? I don't right. think it would be a crazy mm. shock, even though I He's... do think Brendan Fraser has the momentum, the campaign around him, and does have the performance that I think should grab it. Yeah, Dave? Uh, I'm I'm Brendan Fraser as well. Top to bottom? Top to like... both. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I no. Colin okay. Colin Farrell has a shoe in in my in my opinion, but I feel like um the just the all the press and good feeling around like Brendan's renaissance is going to tip voters. I think I so. think I think if I were to do this should win will win. In my opinion, I would probably vote for Colin Farrell and I don't even I don't know what it's, it's not nothing against the other or guys. Win. No, or should, that's the thing. There's I, nothing against any of these guys. That were all no, brilliant. no. This, this I, is a I, I think Brendan, hard category. I think Brendan Fraser will win, and I think he's deserving of it. And um, but I also would not be surprised. It really, I mean, it really is a three-person race. As according to the Vegas odds, Brendan Fraser is the favorite. He's giving 180, and Austin Butler is plus 120. That's really fucking close. So for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just the BAFTAs or what, but Las Vegas is. They they think Austin Butler could sneak in there and take this from Fraser. So, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Worth, I'm glad you said Colin because I, I do just want to point out that these two, Austin Butler for Elvis and Brendan Fraser for the Whale, are two like. I'm not saying anything negative about this at all, but they're obviously transformative hair and makeup, some period piece for some people, some um, really intense body transformation for the other. These are the kinds of roles that tend to attract the Academy. So for us all to agree that Colin Farrell was so good playing, yes, it was a period piece, but he wasn't going miles and miles away from what he naturally, this wasn't Colin Farrell nominated for the Penguin and the Batman, right? This was him pretty much playing someone who's a little bit closer to who he moves and walks and talks like relative to I'm, these other I'm gentlemen. Glad you, I'm glad so you mentioned that. That's pretty fucking impressive. Those two roles happened in the same fucking year, like basically. Like, yeah, yeah. What a, yeah. Mm-hmm. What a mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. And he was anyway, just yeah. as transformative in in this uh, in, in terms of like owning who his character was and getting a strong point of view as I thought he was as the Penguin. I thought he was fantastic in Banshees. Mm. Jeff, is Banshees still kind of your sleeper? That might be... One of your favorite movies, if not your favorite movie, walking away without giving yeah, us. Yeah, it was still a very. It was. I also messed up earlier on, by the way. The Producers Guild Award and the the DGA went to um, the Daniels for everything everywhere. So sorry, I made I made that mistake before. But yes, my favorite is still that, even though it's fucking darker at home than it was in the theater. In the theater, we were all laughing and having a good sweet time. It was still touching, but at home, it's fucking dark. I get it, but um, <laughs> yeah, that has nothing to do with if it's going to win anything or not. But I I feel like it's in contention for everything. It could be another Shawshank Redemption where it wins nothing, but is it like second place for everything? But yeah. um, but anyway, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Cool. Moving on to actress in a leading role. All right, Kate Blanchett, Tar, Ana de Armas, Blonde, uh, <laughs> Andrea Riseborough for um, to Leslie is so fucking funny. Uh, Michelle Williams for the Fablemans, little category fraud, but in that direction, I'll give it to her. And Michelle Yeoh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Dave, I saw you look for your buzzer. It's okay. You could do. You could. You could let her rip if you want. It's, no, it's, no, no, no. But it's. But it's category. Usually, if category fraud for the supporting category drives me crazy. But if she wants to be a lead, and they actually voted for her for a lead, even though she's very clearly a supporting actress, we don't right, buzz category fraud on this show. We yeah. know that. Who are you? Who are we you claiming is the category fraud? Michelle. Michelle. Michelle Williams is a supporting actress, and she decided she yeah. wanted to be in the leading category, which is hilarious because she has no chance of winning this. With based on the two behemoth performances that are basically going to be, I think I haven't looked at the odds yet, but it's a two-person race, you know. So, yeah. All right, uh, Dave, John. Which one? Who was the first? Was I first last time? Yeah, I'll yeah. go. Uh, I think I I am voting for Kate Blanchett. I think it's one of those performances where, as inconvenient 
as it is for everybody else that she's the kind of actor that tends to get those kinds of roles. And when she pulls them off, which she does every time, they're just indisputably, objectively brilliant and on a whole other level. This is another one of those times. Um, it's not a high concept piece, which is why I am choosing. And you might hear that theme while we go through this list a few times. I think Michelle Yeoh will win. I understand why she should win. And there are other movies that Michelle Yeoh has been in in the past that I would absolutely have wanted her to get more acclaim for. So I'm not saying it's just because it's her time. This is a great role, and she's really, really incredible in it. But kind of what I was just saying about Colin Farrell, um, there is a high concept and enormous amounts of filmmaking and visual effects and stunts that are going into what is making Michelle Yeoh's character so incredible to watch in the context of the film. Kate Blanchett is sitting in static shots for long takes, just acting her fucking ass off and taking us on this crazy ride. So if I'm just talking about the work, I'm going for Kate, but I think Michelle's gonna win and I'll be fucking, I'll have a smile on my face when she does. I love her work so much. Fuck yeah, Dave? Sorry, um, <laughs> my vote would go to Michelle Yeoh. Nice. Absolutely, like I, even like before the visual effects kicked in, she was something you couldn't miss on screen. Like it was, yeah, a, a fantastic performance from top to tail. Even when the effects pulled away, and you got, you know, just the bare bones acting. I think the award's going to go to Kate Blanchett though. Oh, um, great to be honest, because yeah, because when I saw Tar, I thought she was playing a real person. Right. It was, it was I, did, that, I didn't say it. And she got the BAFTA. I forgot to mention that. She yeah. And who won the, the SAG BAFTA, award? Mich- Michelle Yeoh won the SAG. This this one might be too close to call. I mean, the only thing that's yeah. a certainty is Anna de Armas is nowhere fucking near it. So this is funny. Well, it's so there's Dave's pick. First of all, Andrew Riseborough also has no chance in this for sure. Uh, no disrespect to her because uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's great. But the the I, we don't have time on the podcast to talk about this scandal. But just if you want to have some fun and you're listening to this or watching this, just type in Andrew Andrea Riseborough scandal or Andrea Riseborough campaign, and you'll see it's actually really clever. So there's no shame in what happened, but um, yeah. let's just say the wife of the director did some weird shit and got some celebrities to fire festival the fuck out of this campaign and got Edward Norton and all these people to like promote this. It was it was the most strange campaign. It's not the old days of whining and dining people. It was literally just like, just vote, just yeah, share, they, they literally tweet just, that she, this is the yeah. best movie ever. Yeah, she <laughs> literally asked him to go and see the movie and tell everyone about it. That's it. And they Which, had parties. Yeah, they it's, had it's campaign a, parties without showing the movie. A whisper you know? campaign, if you will. It was, yeah. it was loud, yeah. though. <laughs> um, and then Michelle Williams, <laughs> we talked about. Um, I'll say this about Ana de Armas, and I get it, but a lot of, you know, it's 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 a polarizing film. I'm very impressed, and I'm happy that she's getting this recognition. Even she's... Even though, yes, Viola Davis, and um, uh, I'm not too familiar with Till. Uh, that was a week that we were, I think we were off the week that Till came out, unfortunately, so we didn't get to see that. But um I know there were great performances that could have easily been on here, but I thought Ana de Armas did a, a very surprising job. And I think she did what she wanted to do. I think that's important. And whether she had the screen prowess of, of Marilyn Monroe doesn't matter to me. That, that, I don't think that's what this movie, a lot of people were like, she didn't have the bravado. It's like, uh, it's not really what the movie was, but anyway, mm-hmm. it's it's polarizing. So we'll stay away from she that. She was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I think so too. It was, it was yeah. it blew me away. Anyway, Kate Blanchett, Michelle Yeoh. I think Kate Blanchett should... And I think Michelle Yeoh would, but honestly, I could flip that in tomorrow. You know, like it's there. They are such a toss up in my head. I do think that when you're Kate Blanchett, she's in the Meryl Streep situation where it's like it has to be the career performance. When you have two Oscars, I think that they do care about that. This is not the Grammys where they just throw Grammys mm. out for people. They care about that. 
Michelle Yeoh has none. This is her first nomination. Kate Blanchett has two and a whole bunch of nominations. But this really is a this is like a career defining performance for Kate Blanchett. This is not yeah. a character like Blue Jasmine where she's playing somebody yeah. who's basically and, depressed and you know this is not it's, it's a it's a career defining performance of a character a lot of people seem to hate. I, I don't know whether you've seen the hate that's going around for this. Was, yeah, was yeah. And so some yeah. people again, some people thought it was real. Didn't bother to do the research and are now bagging the shit out of serious? a fictional I person think... on the internet. Yeah. Fucking so, stupid people. Yeah, dude. fucking Jesus. stupid people. The only ranked choice voting is is in best picture, meaning you get first, second, and third. I think if this was ranked choice voting, I think there's no question that Michelle Yeoh would win because of things like that. I think there's some people that avoid Cape Blanchett, but mm. I think a lot of people would put Cape Blanchett first because this is wild. Anyway, that's what I think. And I think that I'll be very happy when Michelle Yeoh wins. It is, it is according to this website, it is basically a dead tie between the two of them. It's 125 to 115. Ooh, it's a, it's, so a, it's yeah, a dead yeah. tie. So that's going to be Not exciting. a lot for your money there. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Yeah. Animated feature film. Oi. Yeah. <laughs> this one might actually be a lock. Let's see. So Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. We have Marcel the Shell with shoes with shoes on, which I just saw on the plane, by the way. I just saw that this past week. Yeah. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast. Sea Beast. And Turning Red, Turning the Red. Disney Pixar. Yeah. Um I'm pretty right. sure for the for first time in a long time we can discount Pixar. Yeah. I th- but the kids loved Turning Red when it came out. I didn't I know anybody it was something. They did, yeah. but you know, only two of those kids are Academy voters. <laughs> you guys and, i'm gonna be um, totally honest i haven't seen any of these i still haven't watched oh. pinocchio i didn't watch puss in boots i haven't seen marcel the shell so mm. all i'm gonna just contribute to this is that um the Guillermo del torres pinocchio won at the baftas and i feel and- like i've heard more people talking about that in the serious way that they kind of talk about that mm. tangential category animated feature um so i'm assuming that one's gonna win dave i've heard buzz for uh, marcel lachelle as well um oh, it's, it's, i didn't it's mean fun, to go yeah. dr seuss just then sorry uh but i think uh pinocchio is going to take this and i having seen how it was created and the combination of filmmaking techniques they used to do it holy crap yeah i feel like this deserves an oscar win. i I started it and it's I didn't not finish it because I didn't like it. it. I forget what I was doing, but um it, it does look brilliant. Marcella Shell is fun, but it's sort of like a mockumentary animated film, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. And it has some it has some it's not all animated. Um Puss in Boots of Hair is fun. It's just that's you know, it's just not yeah. gonna happen. I heard it was so good. it's yeah, I it's, heard it was good. Um it's gonna be Pinocchio for sure. And the Vegas odds are oh and, and they also won at the <laughs> producers guild. <laughs> they won at the producers one to guild. one. <laughs> it's if like it win, you lose it wins you owe their money. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. well they, they do essentially have that and that's exactly basically what it is it's like uh it's i don't even know how to calculate these <laughs> it's he's giving two thousand which means if you bet two thousand dollars you win a hundred <laughs> wow <laughs> so if you okay, bet two thousand so dollars you get twenty one hundred that's so it's it's gonna be pinocchio or sell the show a second yeah. for that's i mean yeah I, I i think they're on point there all right um, keep going. all right Costume design. Fun. Costume design. Yeah, we mixed it, we mixed them up a little bit. Uh, these are not in order of show or alphabetical. We just uh, we put some big ones at the start to hook you, and then we put the, some other big ones at the end to keep you around. All right. So, uh, so we have Don't Babylon. skip to the end. There's some in the middle too, so you'll fucking miss them. 
Babylon, Black Panther, Elvis, everything everywhere, and Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. So we what? saw all of these people. Hey. We saw them all. Thank you, Mrs. Harris. Fuck yeah, that was fun. All right, John. Uh, I'll, I'll start by saying at the BAFTAs, Miss Catherine Martin took it for Elvis, not her uh, first time being this acclaimed for mm. for all of the costumes and all of her films. Um, ah, man, this one was this one was kind of tough. I am. I think I ended up voting for Babylon just because I thought it might be the only thing it takes away. And I thought that <laughs> film was very, was very, very effective. I do think that film was good. I think in the, in the pantheon of his work, when we're watching it much later on, we're going to be like, that was another brilliant piece of work. It was just a crazy year and it was a crazy time. The release was not the right time. And out of all the things that did end up not like really slam dunking for me in the last half of this film, the costumes were enjoyable the entire time. I feel like I've I had fun kind of revisiting the the way that they the way that they dressed everybody. And I also thought it was kind of risky that they ended up going for the, you know, such a debauchery, debaucherous route with the the opening. And uh so I'm going for that. But I think Elvis will win. And I'm I think that's it's it's magnificent as well. And it, you know, good period piece like that that gets a lot of uh, acclaim for the storytelling more than a movie like Babylon that kind of got shit on. I think Elvis is probably going to take it and she's fucking brilliant. So let her have mm -hmm. it. Dave. I think uh, Wakanda forever is in with a shot on this. Um, yeah. Cause you had two very distinct cultural races in that and they developed a very independent look for both of them. Um, like the, I guess it was kind of Aztec, I guess, look for like, all of Which the undersea the, population, uh, yeah, Namor. yeah, yeah. Um, that that was like, especially when he floats down and they put the the full head on him and everything and stuff like that. I I, I feel like they're in with a shot. So that's that's who I th I think they're going to take it. To be honest. All right. Good. Yeah. I um the little research I I had done on this is um first of all period pieces usually win. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris is a sweet film. It's it's yes. about a woman who goes to Paris to buy a dress from. She, I was so pleasantly was it surprised where was by it? that film. Um, Dior. Where was it? Where the fuck did they? Where did? You, who was the designer? <laughs> it's Dior, right? I think it's Dior. Yeah, I can't remember, but it was. It was sweet. It, as Dior fuck, do, it was a great film. Perfume. Oh fuck, man, we don't know. We saw it in the summer. Um, yeah. Everything, everywhere, all once. I don't think is going to win, even though it's fantastic. Ruth Carter for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. She won for the first film, and she was the first ever African American costume designer to win in this category. So that is something. That's also, that could be in the Lord of the Rings category where they didn't really repeat the same winners. You know, like Cinematographer won for the first Lord of the Rings mm. and not the second or third, even though I thought the cinematography improved in that series. But anyway, I I also agree that Babylon was fantastic and it was very of the period. And I'm going to be kinder to it in the future than I was when I saw it in the theater and then on our podcast. Mm. Um, I, I think not. I'm not going to be, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to be as bummed about the story when I see the sequences and remind the movies of all, but I think it's going to be all this. I think. Wait, you're job. watching that again? No. <laughs> buzz me, buzz me, buzz yourself, buzz yourself. I don't have it open. Um, as of Vegas, again, this is Vegas Insider. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Elvis are a dead tie. So there you go. Nice. Cool. Speaking of, um, since you mentioned it, they are re-releasing uh, Return of the King for yeah. its uh, 20th anniversary 
for a limited release, so everybody should go watch fucking Lord of the Rings on the oh big screen. Oh my god! But I wish they would extended. go one, it's two, three. I wish they would do all three of them in like a, a few days, just give you the marathons. Yeah, but it's just yeah, Return of the King, one per day because they're fucking forty-seven oh. hours long. <laughs> so a, friend of my, a friend of mine went to fellowship with the live orchestra and the choir recently and i was uh, so fucking, fucking uh, jealous did they man. do it at so lincoln jealous. center again it wasn't at lincoln center it was at um well oh, no it was it was at um the the geffen hall i think or something yeah it was David in geffen the, hall yeah that's where they do uh, this man Damn. okay um All thanks right. keep moving thanks actress oh. in a supporting role okay so this you would All have right. thought you would have thought there was a lock for this but the Baptist shook things up. So Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Hong Chow. We are a Hong Chow fucking stands here on this podcast. Oh, yeah. For the whale. Shout out for, to the menu, too. But just fuck yeah. I Hong mean, Chow, go get him. Yeah. And the, the theater the, actress the from New York. Was, Come on. Yeah. I love... England always has the, the people... It's like, well, Paul Mescal was in theater. And it's like, oh, what? We never have that in America. I love when a theater actor is now all of a sudden a movie star. I fucking love that. Carrie Condon for the Banshees of Inna Sharon. I love that that happened. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere and Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere. So, so Gary Condon won at the Baptist. That's what you were referring to, right? Yeah, and I believe Angela Bassett won everything else. Um, except right. except at the SAG Awards, Jamie Lee Curtis won, which was very interesting for a lot of people, but people, you know, she SAG also supports their own, right? So she's been a SAG member for like 40 years. I mean, she was, she's great in everything everywhere all at once but she's not a shining moment is she i didn't realize it was her for the first few minutes when she was on screen Me either so i, I want to i want to give that up for her i remember thinking that's great yeah that's pretty is that I mean, fucking jamie lee curtis but yeah but don't get me wrong yeah. she was fantastic but, but like, it looks when, like when, it's you, when, th- you put, when you put her up against like hung chow who like turned out that completely different performance to what she put out in the menu in the whale yeah um, all right dave you want to go first is hung chow yeah. your uh your pick if should I, win, I you can pick whoever you want for should win, and then will win. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I feel okay. Well, I I feel like see this one. I'm I'm stuck because I want Stephanie Shu to go. Yeah. Um, but I th- I feel like Angela Bassett's going to take it. That's okay, mm. but th- that's why we yeah. have the two different. Sub-cap. But I also that's, want that's Hung Chow. To, I, I, like I want Hong Chow in there somewhere as well. So just say if like, you could, if you could vote, you would vote for Hong Chow. No, I don't think I would, but I'm acknowledging that it's a fucking fantastic <laughs> performance. <laughs> I'm so confused. All right, year two. <laughs> but you would vote for you would vote for Angela Bassett. I think this is our third year during the show. But anyway, um, you would vote for Angela Bassett. Yeah, I think Me? so. Well, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, I would. You'd vote We're for Angela e- Bassett. All right, mm. John. I'm going Hong Xiao. That's my pick if I was voting. Um. Again, kind of a theme that's going running through this whole thing for me. I, I just felt like that was such a realistic performance. There was not the concept around it. There was not an enormous amount of production design or filmmaking, all these crazy things that can elevate a really great character. Um, you have a straight balls to the walls acting. It was just, yeah, just, it was just the fucking work in a one fucking room. And it was, it, I guess, in two rooms, including the little balcony when she has that cigarette scene <laughs> with, with dude, uh, which was brilliant. So I'm going with her, but I think Angela Bassett's going to win. And that, that's fine. That's great. She did it a would good be job. the first, really Mar- job. obviously it would be the first Marvel win. Is it the first Marvel performance even nominated? It should no. have been Tony, it should um, have been Black, Tony Leung. Wasn't Black Panther nominated for Best Picture? 
No, I mean for acting categories. Oh, for acting? Yeah, I think I should probably. It, it should have been Tony Leung. Act, acting's not their strong point. No, it's... Uh, Tony <laughs> oh, Leung, people. On. Tony Leung. Um, if Stephanie Hsu or Hong Chao wins, it would be four different people who won four different major awards, so that would be really fun, just so you know. Um, Angela Bassett is a legend. Oh, my God. She's so yeah. fucking great. And she and really... She, when she we saw did, this, we knew. We were like, holy yeah. shit. And they gave, her the, they gave her the monologue early on, right at the... Um, the na- I don't know what do, what do you call the nations with the fucking all they do is talk about the Sokovia the shit mother yeah oh it was the UN yeah uh probably she's amazing she's amazing 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 you know you know me you know who I'd yeah. be voting for there's a room full of like people sitting around talking I fucking love Hong Chao and the whale I really do but you know who I'm yeah. voting for I would vote for Carrie Condon in the second and I think that when we you oh, know that's, see that's the thing I, every performance on this list possibly like I, yeah. I love Jamie Lee Curtis's performance but every single other performance on this list was above and beyond exceptional well dude i'm watching uh better call saw right now and carrie i didn't realize she was on that show she oh plays yeah mike's daughter-in-law it's she's been she, and when she was 18 she was cast in the original lieutenant of inishmore which is uh, martin mcdonough's right. play and she's been working for 20 years you just haven't seen her or haven't noticed her as we we're just talking about the things in the movie that people are going to remember is her standing up to Brendan Gleeson and, you know, that kind of stuff. But actually the things that crush me, and there's always one, I just want to yeah. say an award show. I, I, I love the award shows. There's always one. The grandma from Minari comes to mind um, for, of recent memory. There's always one subtle performance that wins a supporting category. Not both necessarily. You'll have your Javier Bardem's win supporting categories. You'll have your fucking Brad Pitt category fraud. But you'll have Carrie Condon, the moments that really make this worthy because she very well could win by the way i know angela bass is probably the favorite i haven't looked but carrie condon very well could win and she deserved that bafta is it's the moments when brendan gleason goes he's dull siobhan and she looks at him and she's just like what and you realize she knows he's kind of right and then the later and then he's like she's dull and he's like but but he's always been dull. Like that. Yeah. Those are the moments. That's not he the has, point. He hasn't yeah, changed. Yeah. You have. He's yeah. like that's not the point. Yeah. He's like, and he goes, maybe I have. And she's just like, oh, like she's lost. She ha- she thought she had him wrapped around her fingertip. And like to be to be to let him win, to let Brendan mm. Gleeson have that, and then but still keep fighting. That's the kind of shit for me. It's the don't you ever get yeah. lonely. And the way she turns down Barry Keoghan, like those are the moments for me that I'm like that is. That is perfect. We don't need a big boisterous role like the and, Angela Bassett. So they're very different roles, but I think I think Angela Bassett will win. That's what I think. Moving on. And, and even wait, more, wait, 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 the Vegas even odds. More, even more Vegas odds, yeah. Even more to your point about if we're talking about the subtlety versus if I was saying on the one end we have extreme costume design, production, blah, blah, blah all that stuff. Even Hong Xiao's interpretation of that character in the well, she came in pretty fiery in most scenes. So Carrie, I think Carrie was. Carrie Conant's performance was more subtle and was a little bit more yeah. uh, day-to-day mm-hmm. kind of living yeah. with around this person as opposed to mm. Hong Xiao, who was the really fire, really hot in those in those things. She had her she had her feisty, feisty moments, but for the majority of the performance. I mean, the one scene with Barry Keoghan was she essentially said one word, which was yeah, no. I know. yeah. So, um, so Angela Bassett that was, is that was heartbreaking. That whole fucking scene. And, and Angela Bassett's the favorite, but not my much. This yeah. is plus plus one thirty for Angela Bassett, plus one sixty five for Jamie Lee Curtis, plus one seventy five for Carrie Condon. So they're all pretty close to each other. It's sort of a three person race with a slight edge to Angela Bassett. So if I'm doing the odds, it's like. 40% Angela Bassett, 35%. Those numbers don't add up. 30% to Jamie Lee Curtis and Carrie Condon. That's really close for this category. So another really exciting, you know, race to the finish. Thank you, Dave. All right. Speaking of Barry Keegan, 
uh, actor in a supporting role. Brendan Gleeson, Banshees of Inisherin, uh, Brian Tyree Henry kind of came out of nowhere with Causeway, but I think everybody's pretty happy about that. We're pretty happy about him, but the Jennifer Lawrence movie that's on Apple TV Plus. Uh, Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans in a one-scene cameo performance. Um, Barry Keoghan for Banshees. And Kihi Kwan. Uh, I think it's Kihi Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Those are your five nominees. John, what you got? Brendan won. I mean, uh, Barry Keoghan won for at the BAFTAs. Um, he barely spoke. He was so surprised. <laughs> he had like a 30-second yeah. speech. He should win an Oscar just because his speech is 30 seconds. Something. The only shorter speech of the Oscars was Anthony Hopkins. And, oh yeah, well... You know, the, the, I think the sh- either the shortest or the second shortest is Joe Pesci. His is the best. No, I'm talking about the year where he went to bed and didn't turn up to this show. Mm. <laughs> he said the video. Getting buzzed? <laughs> no, it didn't. No. They wouldn't let him. Oh, yeah, because of COVID, yeah. He's like, very nice. Thank oh, you so yeah, much. Yeah, that, that was, was that was the year they, they, yeah, they thought it was going to be uh, a posthumous award. Did he pre-record? And I can't remember if he pre-recorded. No, I thought it was sunny out. No, because they, they, no, they announced it and they're like, oh, he's he's not here. Uh, and because everyone thought that, um, what's his, it's, it's gone. I thought he did send a video. It's a different category. It's, he, he, definitely, just, he definitely was there. It, they, it, they saved it yeah, for yeah. last. Joaquin, and, it was and Joaquin. It just, and it Joaquin ended, Phoenix. No, the, this was the, uh, this was the yes, year that. Joaquin introduced the award and because everybody thought it was going to go to Chadwick, but it yeah. ended up going to Anthony Hopkins. He wasn't there. And then they put that last instead of best picture. Yes. So they, fu- they fucked up. Okay. They really Proof. fucked up. Proof that they really don't know who won. Proof they don't have they don't oh, know yeah. until they open that up. Because even like, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix is like, well, this is weird. I think we proved that with Moonlight. Well, yeah, exactly. I want you drunk. Okay, That's you took the there. week off. John, this is another fucking heated, heated, heated battle, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a this is a big toss-up. Um Barry Kilgan won at BAFTAs, like I said, who won at SAG? SAG was Quan, Key Quan. Quan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is a crazy year. So yeah. let me divide it up this way. <laughs> if we were going with, you have one scene to make y- your difference, Judd Hirsch takes it from me. <laughs> I feel like that little sequence of the yeah. Fablemans was was absolutely incredible. It was a, uh, you know, it was one of those times in film history where you see somebody and like, yeah, I guess we should nominate him for supporting, even though he's he's in one scene. He comes and just tears the house down and then he walks away. My actual. Uh, what I what I probably would end up voting for, who I would end up voting for, is Mr. Brendan Gleeson. Not an unacclaimed person, not someone who it's their due necessarily, but I don't think we have given enough credit over the course of you know the past four or five months since people have started watching this movie to how strange that character's point of view is. Yeah, and how effortless he made it. Yeah, that's it. It it, it allows us the absurdity. It gives us the problem because he's so fucking believable in what he's doing and how he arrived there. And it takes a real understanding of the craft and trust in your director and trust in yourself. And it just, I just, I just think he's just one of the best of all time. And this is just one of those examples. Yeah, the gush alarm. John's getting played off. He's he's not, he's not wrong. He's absolutely not wrong. Like this, this man, this man managed to convince us that he was suffering from a mental illness without a single mention of mental illness. Mental illness. He seemed the most, he seemed completely sane to me. No, he was, he was the despair. There you go. The despair, the despair, the depression. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's worse than that. He was cutting his fucking finger and we didn't really, I know what you mean. We didn't really have to talk about that. It didn't get discussed. Anyway. Oh, your four finger friend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He uh, he's 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 just so he's just Damn so it. incredible. I think uh, 
Kihi Kwan is going to win. I think it's his year. And welcome back, dude. Whatever. It's great. We've seen Brendan churn out a million performances. I'm happy that Kihi Kwan is getting getting his due, man. I think he's going to win it. It was great. Dave? I, just, I just want to say, Kihi Kwan has run the sneakiest fucking campaign ever. It's like, hey. Sneaky? Yeah, I'm the nicest fucking guy in the world. Why wouldn't he you vote nice. for me? Because he is the nicest guy in the world. He is. And I mean, from a Did y'all know uh, he physical... went to USC film school? Oh, for yeah, fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sure. Just gonna start yeah, buzzing John every time he mentions USC. I listen to the pod. <laughs> um, no, I, it's uh, never gonna yeah, stop. So, yeah, did half the, so did half of the technical <laughs> categories, John. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he's he's gonna pull this one um, as well. Yeah. To be honest, is that, you, is that who you'd vote for? Who would you if you had a vote? You, you could vote for anybody. Who'd you vote for? Would you vote for him? I God, I would sit there for a week fucking thinking about it. Uh, that's because, the gig, man. Yeah, if you're in like, the academy, that's the gig. But it'd, yeah, it'd be like either Brendan Gleeson, Barry Keegan, or Keo Kwan. And I think, yeah, he's he's gonna pivot. And I think I would vote for him. I'm with you. I, mean, I, I, like vote say, I, I did not see. I did not see Causeway. Brian Terry. Yeah, yeah. Not, nobody. Henry I don't, and, not a lot of people. Uh, did, sorry, we've done sorry, him. Man, we've done him wrong. It. Yep. Yeah. Well, he was great in Bullet Train, I thought. But um, the. He was. Oh, so yeah. the, pro- the, prob- the problem with the campaign is sometimes it feels like voting for a third party candidate when you want to vote for somebody who's not going to win. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who are like, well, fuck it. I'm going to vote for whoever I want to. I get one vote. I'm going to vote for them. But then sometimes if you sit there and you go, well, Barry Kilgan has some momentum. So is it a two person race between Kihi Kwan? Who do you vote for? So what I would say is if I had a vote, I would vote for Brendan Gleeson for all the reasons John said to a T, exactly the same thing. So yeah. I'm not going to add to it. I, I think, I, I just think it, it takes somebody who is real class but also real humility to play the role that way. He could have easily hammed up some of those seeds. And it was so believable that essentially it knocked yeah. the other. There, there are four people nominated, and I'm going to say it, and it sounds crazy. It might sound crazy. I think there are four people are nominated because of him, because he gave them something, and all they could do is just fucking bounce off of it because he was so <laughs> sure of himself. Yeah, He was so sure that if you're Colin Farrell, if you're Barry Keoghan, who's just playing off Colin Farrell, if you're Kerry Condon, you are just like a, you, I mean, you look at f- him and you go when you when you look at it though, like is that one of is that the only movie that everyone is fucking nominated like i know um yeah everything yeah, has doesn't... a lot but like no. is, is it just everyone's fucking nominated yes. i mean from... they both have four they this both they I, both have four but I... yeah sorry i was typing there for a second but it, jeff do you know what i mean when i say if we would have i don't and i'm I'm glad it's not a stage play. I'm glad. I'm glad it's a film. But it, it just in in the acting community, just talking about performances that influence us over time, things that simmer beneath that we talk about over and over and over again. What Brendan Gleeson did in this film makes yeah. me think of the way that you still hear people talk about someone like Lorette Taylor in yeah. Glass Menagerie. Like it was so subtle, and in 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 some ways, and so so specific in other ways that it's the kind of work that I think maybe somebody who isn't like a really fan of acting or an actor themselves wouldn't realize how difficult it is to do. Yeah. But the acting community probably looks at that and they're just like, that is an A plus performance and no one that doesn't have that kind of capacity and talent and craftsmanship could ever pull. You couldn't accidentally do that performance well. Yeah, it's so, it's I, I know just... when they're whining and dining at all these luncheons, they're going up to everybody. They're going, oh my God, great job. Colin Farrell, what a performance. Yeah, and they're going to Brendan Gleeson and it is 
wow, man, that was that was fucking great. That was great. fucking <laughs> crazy, yeah. so anyway, dude. I think you we were took fucking it for terrifying. <laughs> I think Kikwan win. I think Kikwan yeah. will win. He had to play a lot of different roles. He redefined masculinity Didn't for some he? of the roles because they're all husband roles. All of the different multiverses he's in, he's the husbands, and they're all different kinds of husband, and none except of them one. are John Wayne except for one. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think he is a very deserving winner of this award, and I think he do you will have win. a? I think for me for Kikwan, I just want to mention this. I wasn't ready to say that about him until it got to the future where he was successful and had a lot of poise. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh my, that scene in the alley mm-hmm. after the award ceremony where he's like, really, his voice drops. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Still, still he's, he's got a lot of confidence. I was like, there you go. And I, I know he, he probably enjoyed getting to play against type because he tends to, I think he is probably the really happy guy who enlists, who yeah. lives in most of the other the rest of the film. But it wasn't the transformation to the evil version of him that got me. It was that that very adult, Dude, mature version he, of him. When he was... pulled out the "In Another Life, I'd Love to Do Laundry with You," I was like, "Forget, uh, forget, yeah. forget, yeah. forget yeah. him, yeah, 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 forget yeah, yeah, him, marry yeah, me, yeah. marry me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> and that, and let's not let's not take. It, I mean, just like with Brendan Gleeson, that is what well, you just said. That is a fantastic line. That's the kind yeah. of line when an actor's looking at their script, they're like. Oh yeah. Oh, just yeah, get yeah. out of the way of that line. Yeah. Don't even ask His Oscar clip is going to be just really that did. line. <laughs> he also he really did the best campaign of all time, too. Did you know he barely made any money on this cuz he spent so much money on uh move the the movement coach for I believe I uh I Tanya. I believe it was Marco Robbie's movement coach. He was like I'm hiring her. I don't give a fuck. And it, they were, he said they're very expensive and I did not get paid a lot for this movie, but it was worth it. So Kikwan is almost oh, wow. a lock. Vegas is giving 2000, which means he's basically a lock according to Vegas. That doesn't mean that he's not gonna, that doesn't mean yeah. he's going to win. But but he's he's, he's very also, good for him. Just, just wanna, can I just point out how much time we just spent on the actor in a supporting role category? And actress and, in a supporting and role. And actress in supporting, supporting role. It's, but it, right? it's like it's always, we, there we are more decide. supporting there, there so are more supporting roles than leading roles every year. So this category, even though we love the leading roles, Kate Blanchett, uh, how many people could possibly do the movie? Michelle Yeoh, how many people could possibly lead that movie? But every year there's hundreds, if not thousands, of supporting roles that could be up for this. So Jeff, I did want to just just before we leave it, since we've talked about this on so many of our episodes, you didn't bring it up once, so I assume you're not distracted by it and you don't think it qualifies. For me, Brendan Gleeson as a supporting actor is not category fraud. No, it's not. I think, it's not. I think some people would say, well, he's nah. in so much of it, though. Yeah, different. Okay, good. I, I agree. I don't yeah. think he is either. I'm, I'm glad Colin, you agree. Think but, about this. Think about this. The other people nominated, Carrie Condon, Colin Farrell's sister. Almost all of her scenes are with Colin Farrell. And even the Brendan Gleeson scenes are usually in response to a Colin Farrell scene. And then Barry right. Keoghan barely interacts with, right? So everybody is bouncing around Colin Farrell. So that's why. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All, all right, right. Keep going. Let's do it. Editing. Big one. Yeah. The, what a weird award. It's just, it's, it's <laughs> the one. further I get in, the further I get in my film career, you guys, the more, this is strange that it is considered not directing and not like it is all like this is all hey you know, I don't know. You know I don't what know. at least who is, did what the director it, told them to do the best you know what at least is making the show this year <laughs> sure 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 oh yeah, yeah i am definitely no no no. i am not saying that we should not give who, it up for editors we should you. give it up for editors who's but... who's director gave the best notes <laughs> So we have Banshees well, of Inisherin. Like, there is it's some kind of like no. If you if like if you get a good editor, you can just hand that off for the for the offline the, edit. And the, like the Star Wars is the best. That's the yeah. best of all time. Well, yeah. The way that Star Wars that's saved what, it. That's yeah. what I was about to say. But that's that's exactly what I was about to say. A lot of times, unless you hear that behind the scenes, this was not how the script was intended to be fleshed out. Yeah. And they end up doing something really amazing with structure and yeah. sequencing and pacing. If it's not that. 
then it, it is a little bit different for me, but don't get me wrong. Editing I makes all the time. That is where you make the movie, folks. Yeah. That I is mean, when it actually I've, fucking I've happens. A, I've got enough audio of you guys to fucking get you canceled. I can make you say anything I want. Come on. Of course you can. Maybe yeah. you just I said you were going to get I us canceled. Um, I say this all the time. YouTube, how editing saved Star Wars. Go ahead. Yeah. And it's and Marcia, look that up. <laughs> Mar- Marsha Lucas, George Lucas's ex-wife, came in and literally, and this is with film where you had to cut. They literally created scenes out of nothing. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Banshees of Inish yeah, Sharon. Recut the whole ending. Elvis. They she created the ending. <laughs> Elvis. Everything everywhere all at once. Tar. I'm sorry, were there like 20-minute winners in this? Tar is not winning Best Film Editing. <laughs> yeah, <honestly. laughs> You're right. And so, then, <laughs> how was this nominated for Best it, Editing? It, it, might, it might win least cuts. <laughs> they won, yeah, they won. They were like, how about this? How about this? We won because we chose not to cut. Ooh, yeah, oh, what, I, I want to be in that pitch meeting. How drunk did they get those people ex- who voted? Existential. Okay, hold on. Banshees, <laughs> Elvis, Everything Everywhere, and Top Gun. Those are your choices. <laughs> Mm. Um, early on, up. we w- early on we would have said Top Gun, right? And then or and then everything everywhere. It's like, well, this is getting momentum. And then you see Elvis with all of the flash cuts going everywhere, and then Banshees. And how how is um which we haven't even mentioned once yet. How is fucking what is the movie called? Um, the All Quiet on the Western Front. How is that nominated nominated for film editing? Batar is. Yeah. John, what know. do you think? Should win, I mean, will win. Everything ever. Uh, sorry, I'm. All Quiet was submitted as a foreign film. Also, this is the this yeah, but it has what nine nominations. Yeah, this but um, still like this they get hobbled. Oh, because they edited it in German. They they're they're worse than Tar. Yeah, well, um, they probably watched the English dub. <laughs> Dave, you are begging to be buzzed. Thank you for getting our buzz count up. He's um, thirsty. Um, this My dogs this also are hungry. This, of course, is as everybody Whoa. knows, has the biggest the biggest. What movie is that from? Uh, Turner oh, and Hooch. Come on. I don't know. Cheech and Chong's up in smoke. I don't. <laughs> Dark Knight's the opening. Remember the guy uh, in the parking lot. Oh yeah. Uh, All right. right, keep going. This and Best Picture tend to go together, but whatever. I mean, the past couple of years directing and but whatever. John, what do you think? BAFTA winner was everything, everywhere, all at once. I have been saying the entire year, if they don't win that, then I was going to be frustrated. Um, I know when I walked out of there, I was like, that is what they should win for. Because there are so many incredible other uh, brilliant uses of visual effects, brilliant uses of special effects, practical effects with their stunt work. But I think it is the f- the ebb and flow. They mm. prove that with proper editing you can are you listening marvel you can create an excellent multiverse mm. using more sure m- using I, i'm more... not saying i don't agree with you <laughs> most people who've seen this said they did multiverse mm. uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i think it's uh I, for me it's everything everywhere at all at once i also think it's going to win but i also put down that i would not be shocked if elvis won because as dave and i said when jeff you were here with us that i always I, you have to be a fan mm. of his work but I always feel like um, Baz Luhrmann's movies are, are on a whole other level with the way he conceives structure and editing mm. specifically. And I think this may be the best example of what his his purest voice is. So I wouldn't be surprised if Elvis won, even yeah. though I, I bet the I odds like, are I feel like in everything everywhere is favorite. Baz just walks into the editing room and goes, here, put this under your tongue for a minute. And <laughs> just, just comes out. It's unbelievable. Strap yourself in. We're on a trip. Dave? Um, yeah. I mean... Now, I do want to say really quickly, though, what we were talking about at the beginning of this category, 
both of those movies, I would be very surprised if they were not carefully conceived with these kinds of edits. So this also isn't one of those movies where we were talking about where a Marshall Lucas comes in and says, what if we do this? And everything yeah. everywhere all at once was one long linear I mean, thing. And they were like, no, 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 let's put in all these quick cuts. I bet that did not happen. I bet it was conceived in the pre-production. So I bet it was not painting by numbers, but I bet they knew what they were trying to do with these sequences. You guys saw that meme I sent you where it was the, the entire timeline for everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was. Oh, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure all of these movies send their timelines. What do you think, Dave? I think it's going to be everything or everywhere all at once. I mean, it, it, even just for that last multiverse sequence where it just bounces through so many things, but pretty fucking it's crazy. edited so well. You like because, like you know, the human brain from the eye to the brain takes like two seconds to register something, and they carefully timed everything so you didn't miss a shot. And th- is like, that who you would vote for if you had a vote? Yes. Yeah, I. Early in the summer, I would have said Top Gun because I was just so... The flying sequences, I I know, but it was all for dramatic purposes. It wasn't just for shock and for adrenaline and such. Like, I really thought even the Val Kilmer scene, I thought had like the perfect touch to it. You know, they could have been more, could have been less. And yes, all these things could have been directed too. So it's tricky, but I think I I would vote for everything everywhere and I think it would win. And the Vegas odds... Jeff, it's funny... Yeah, go ahead. Say the Vegas odds first, and then I'll tell you a little anecdote. So everything everywhere at once is favorited. It's giving 195, but Top Gun is plus 175. So that's close enough. Mm. Close enough. That's in the that's in the zone. It's up there. I have a friend, I have a friend at school who is a real movie snob, and we were just chit-chatting about this the other day. And what, what school yeah, generally that? speaking, uh, I don't know if you can see my sweatshirt, but um <laughs> Hey, you hey, you were you wore the Elon sweatshirt the other day, but thanks for putting that in the I frame. Did. By too. the way. Jeff and I, Jeff and I went to Elon University. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, that's a real fucking school. Everybody keeps coming up to me and asking me if I'm satirizing Mr. Musk's oh, dilemma. And on. I feel like I can't wear that sweatshirt anymore. Everybody was like, what is that? Are you, they wouldn't let it go. They were like pointing and laughing at me because they thought oh, it yeah. was a joke. John, today was Elon day. Anyway. Which today takes, was Elon Day. Yes, which, which I got hit up for all, a bunch of so money that I don't emails, have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just want to say, my friend said, you know, we, we watched all these, of course, and he was like, you know, I went back and watched Top Gun. And he said, if I'm being fucking honest, when I watch everything everywhere all at once, and everyone has kind of agreed with this, the three of us kind of agreed with this too, if we're being honest, you guys, there are sequences in the last 30 minutes that drag where they don't quite stick. That's what I said. And you guys got mad at me for I said that. No, no, no. I think I agree with you that like there were some of that last sequence of The Rock goes on a little too long. I think going up the stairs is a breathtaking sequence, but it could have been condensed a little bit. He was just making the point that on my rewatches, I rewatched Top Gun and it's fucking perfect. The pacing is perfect. From like there isn't a moment in that film where you're thinking, yeah. is this dragging? And that might be what editing actually is, so that you never have a moment to start thinking We're, about the film. And also, to you're, you're, to if you're fair, voting, I should, I should point out I was on vacation when Top Gun came out, and I still haven't seen it. Dave, <laughs> oh Dave, Dave, you're gonna love it so much, dude. You Drake. missed it in theaters. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, it you're re-released. gonna be so mad at yourself. It re-released. <laughs> I'm spiking my microphone so bad, Dave. I don't give a shit. Um. Oh, Dave, go um, watch it. God, you I know wish what? I was in New York so we <laughs> you could know go see it together. Guys, in hindsight. Yeah, I, I I did say that about everything everywhere. I was like, it's a drag at the end. And Top Gun, man, God, it was edited perfectly. God damn it! Boom. He's and the also, fastest man alive. If you're voting, if you're voting, if you're and if you're if you're voting after seeing All Quiet and after seeing Avatar, 
Top Gun might not win anything. So if I'm voting, and you know, this is crazy, but voters think this way. This could be the only award that Top Gun wins. It's not winning visual effects. It might win sound, but yeah. All Quiet might win sound. We'll get there soon. But like, I don't know. So yeah, you know, is everything does everything deserve ten awards and Top Gun zero or is and know, I, just, I don't know. And I, I've noticed this. The we're, academy we're, the academy tends to treat sound design as the like participation trophy. Well, that, that's up. that's not entirely. That's not so, in, sometimes so not yeah. entirely true. Hackshaw Ridge no, one time because you know, they don't know anything about it, so they just like, oh yeah, we'll give this that. Like the action. No, 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 because only people in that category can vote for it. Actors don't vote for sound. Only sound yeah, engineers true. do. All right, thank John, God, you? Jesus Christ! I, I do just want to point out that. Um, while everything everywhere is incredibly entertaining and obviously had a lot of a commercial appeal, what have we been chit chatting about? Marshall Lucas and Star Wars, a Top Gun, those kinds of movies, those very giant, wide audience appeal, commercial, when they transcend to that next level where something is so commercially appealing and artistically satisfying that people can't help but yeah. say, was that a great movie? Like Nolan's Batman's, like some of the early Star Wars. And that is when you have to ask yourself, is the editing part of why those things are so important? When you get past that place where you're just feeling like you're entertained and you're a little cheesed out, I don't know, I just thought it was worth mentioning that we were talking about Marsha and a giant popular commercial epic like Star Wars. Top Gun kind of became that for us this summer, didn't it? It really yeah. blew everybody away. It made us want to go to the theaters again. So if it won for this, I think I hope everybody would just say, Congratulations! You I know? think they know. I mm. think they all liked. I think everybody. I mean, there's a, there's enough likability in this entire list for me to go. You know what? Great. Fine. We're not yeah, even talking about. Shit. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> Banshees is number three in Vegas, and you know those kinds of movies. That's like a Brokeback kind of thing, where the which one best film editing? It's like it's paced well. Some people might say it's slow. It's some people might say it's dark, but paced well. Mm. All right, sorry, Dave. Next cut away at just the right time. <laughs> Get, Dave. All right. <laughs> what? Next one. Buzz. <laughs> Dave, we're gonna Dave drunk. He's home to take care of his yeah. wife. <laughs> Just fucking drunk on nine percent beer. All right, all right. I haven't seen any of these documentary guys, feature film. John, you're the documentary expert here. We got all the oh, you know what? all that breeze, all the beauty and the bloodshed. Fire of love, a house made of splinters, splinters, splinters. and then Navalny. <laughs> I know Navalny won the DGA, or the, or is it the PGA? It won one of the GAs. It won the the BAFTA as well. All right, well, that and you know like... what? I did not see that. The only two that I've seen out of this list are All the Beauty and the Bloodshed and Fire of Love. I'm going to throw it down for both Fire of Love. All right, totally, sure. That was a really cool take. <laughs> this this couple, they're volcanologists. A lot of footage that they took of themselves over their very long, illustrious, crazy they leave careers. Long and Wait, which, which movie are you talking about? Fire of Love? Fire of Love. Fire of Love. Okay, it that, is, it that is... one DGA. Yeah. PGA, PGA. PGA was Navalny, but DGA was Fire of Love. Okay, so PGA and BAFTA gave it to Navalny. DGA was Fire of Love. Sarah I'm going to be totally satisfied if Fire of Love wins. I was really, really, really blown away by it, but I saw all the bloody Beauty and the Bloodshed the other night, and it was mm. it was a remarkable film. What's that about? Um, Why are we here? What is that about? That is about um, the the artist. Um, God damn it! I had never. Thank you. Hold on one second. Let me just get her name right, just since it's it's so important. I don't want to be Nan Golden. Who everybody, anyone who's in the ph photography world knows who this woman is. She carved out a space for herself in the '80s, 
um, during the kind of Lower East Side, New York, independent photographic run. A lot of this stuff was pedestrian. She featured a lot of queer LGBT, uh, LGBTQ people in her community. And there was this whole new wave of photography that started bleeding in. So you think it's about her life and you think it's about that. And then towards the end of the exposition, she begins to reveal that she has struggled with drugs throughout her entire life. And what the movie is actually about, it's kind of split in two with her life. And there's kind of two stories about how she tried to document the AIDS epidemic when it was happening and how she recently got addicted to opioids. And she is the leader or one of the core founding members of that group that goes around to the museums and was demanding for the Sacklers' names to be removed and for their money to be taken away from philanthropic organizations that were still propping them up. So I don't know if anybody watched Dope Sick or if Holy anybody has heard shit, about these dude, groups. That's, I'm, that's deep. I'm changing my vote from Fire Love to that. It so that is, is a beautiful oh, no, artistic yeah. film that still deals with something like the opioid crisis in a very real way from a personal subjective point of view while also dealing with her art in a parallel way. I'm also really, where, where really did you find, Where'd you find that? Because I'm going to watch that. I actually watched it at school. So oh, okay. it, it was at a screening. So I'm what, sure it'll be streaming, streaming at some point. I'm not sure if you know what school I'm at right now, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those where I was so struck afterwards that like a few people kind of walked out and they were like, John, are you okay? And I was like, I have, we have all lost <laughs> so, somebody so I, to the opioid need, crisis now at this yeah. point. And yeah, isn't that crazy? It got me. It really fucking rocked me. And it was also just, it was so shamelessly artistic and effective that I was like, look at them making a story about the opioid crisis and putting it through this lens of something so fucking beautiful. All the beauty and the bloodshed. So anyway, that's probably got my vote. But I haven't seen Alvani. I haven't seen the Splunt. I haven't seen the others. So. Yeah. Let's Dave? keep going. Yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't know anything. Oh, wait, wait. The odds are... Um, because I, yeah. I, I haven't I haven't seen any of these. Um, sorry. Um, Navalny's giving 220. Fire of Love is plus 330. All the Beauty and the Bloodshed plus 650. So All the Beauty and the Bloodshed is a chance, but it seems like Navalny or Fire of Love, and it seems like this is just based off of their other wins. It seems like it nice. has nothing to do with anything else. All right, all right. go ahead. Everybody should watch Fire of Love. It's very enjoyable. Watch all and, the, and, and, and she has a Peabody Award, Sarah Dosha, who's directed that. Anyway. All right, let's uh, move on. Dave, she uh, she came to my school and spoke to us in my documentary. I'm not doing the joke again. Okay. We're just kind of the middleman. <laughs> okay, documentary short film. I got nothing. Man. Oh, Jesus, guys. I don't fucking know. Elephant. Yeah, yeah we, <laughs> we, we, we haven't seen any of these. Um, I didn't see any of the shorts this year. I to did be totally notice, honest. Yeah, um, like effects, and I think it's effects, and uh, Hulu has a few of these shorts. Um, Excellent. Yeah, so you can find some of the Oscar shorts on effects and Hulu. Um, we should go watch them. Yeah, love it. Yeah, there are billboards I, up around Los Angeles for all of these short films, documentary, fictional. It's this town is crazy, them. guys. They still fucking billboard sh fucking short films. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Uh, I, don't that's even, great. I don't even see. Um, I don't even see the shorts in the Vegas. All right, Jeff, throw out, the, throw out the odds for this. I, I don't I don't see um, the shorts. On Vegas this site. has sold out the documentary shorts. This site. What are they? This the fucking site. Academy. What if that was like the the way the place to make the money in the Vegas odds was wait, like this is this the wait. out little corner of fucking. Wait, I think this is the Louis C.K. joke. He said, "I love documentary short the best because the owner of the documentary short just does this for the work, not the money. They have no money. Whoever wins this award is taking this home in a Kia tonight." <laughs> 
<laughs> Fair. All right, let's. Uh, we're not. We're not going to pick documentary short. Um, everybody, watch it. Make your own decision. Yes. Uh, these, oh, you can dude. find these. Um, let's move on. Yeah. International feature film. Okay. Yeah. So we got. Um, are, we, are we even reading out the rest? All quiet is the German. And um, we've got. Please stop right there. Is it just Argentina, yeah. nineteen eighty-five? No, because RRR is not nominated, which it should have been. If that yeah. was in there, then I feel like we'd have a race. But somehow RRR, which people loved, and it could win another award that we'll get to soon. Yeah. Somehow it's not nominated for international feature film. It makes no fucking sense. But what? Did, I mean, they didn't even put anything. What did they put forward instead of this? No, I think they put it far. They just, I don't know why it didn't, I don't know. I think I don't they know. only take five, yeah. But still, I don't know why it wasn't in the top two. Close, EO. I was supposed to be at a screening of EO tonight, actually. Quiet mm. Girl. I've heard, Unfortunately, I've only seen I've heard all buzz quiet, around Quiet so. Girl. Um, but I, I heard Argentina 1985 was good. I pressed play on it the other night, and then I, I realized I didn't have time to watch it, so I wanted to, I just, I just stopped. But how, how far through did you get? Great. Honestly, literally, like the first few minutes, and I realized I had assignments too, so I had to stop. Okay. I did not get far. Did you try to watch it? <laughs> no. I. Where, oh, okay. What's that okay. on? Amazon Prime, I believe. Okay, cool. Or Hulu. Prime. All right. It is streaming right now. Sweet. And yeah. somehow, Triangle of Sadness is in we, this we weird have, thing. We have five days to catch that. Somehow, Triangle of Sadness isn't in here, even though it's up for other big awards. I, I don't know what I don't know what's going on. It's maybe it's because it's mostly in English. Um, All Quiet is giving four thousand. So again, you have to bet four thousand dollars to win one hundred. <laughs> yeah, there's Just some, there's my, some uh, idiot, stupid motherfucker taking that bet too. You know. Sure. Well, yeah. Just just looking at the tomato ratings here. If anybody gives shit, I haven't referenced these no. at all yet. But uh, the Quiet Girl has a ninety six percent EO about the donkey. As a uh, 96%. About Jenny and the Donkey from Benches and Assurance. <laughs> and Argentina, Argentina 1985 has 95%. All Quiet out of those four is only a 90. It's in fourth place right now. Ooh. So I, and you know that, that metric is is the perfect metric. Is super accurate. Yeah, that's why everybody goes to... Uh, how about the Guild? Who gave who, gave who what? Jeff, you got the... Um, uh, you got the uh, PGA um, or the... As I, have, I sit here and scroll for BAFTAs. I have them both up here. Uh, something about Bear Gryllis, uh one reality program. <laughs> the Tony Does Awards. Does not do a foreign film? The Baptists have to. Don't they? Don't the Baptists? I, I don't see one on DGA. Film, <laughs> not in the English say. language. They gave it to All Quiet. Producers. How that, that's how they say it. Of yeah. course, the British. Film, film not in English language. language. Pass the tea, please. Because yeah. if, it's, if, it's, if it's foreign, we're going to try and invade it. Um, <laughs> producers Guild. Uh, I don't. I don't see anything. I don't see anything for Producers Guild. I, I still think All Quiet's going to take that, unless they're earmarking that for Best Picture. So I guess you know what the guilds are American awards. So. That makes sense, yeah. Okay, right. keep it moving. It's going to be All Quiet. All Quiet, yeah. Give for Music, original score. All right, now we're having some fun here. All oh, Quiet, yeah. Babylon. Wait, wait. Now it's a contest. <laughs> all Quiet, Babylon, yeah. Banshees, Everything Everywhere, All at Once. Fablemans. I, there are some names you might know. So Volker, Bettelman, we probably don't from All Quiet. Justin Hurwitz won for La La Land. He actually won two. That's Babylon. Pretty fun score for Babylon. Pretty pretty brilliant. Carter Burwell for Banshees of Sharon, you know. Sun Luke's, I don't know particularly well, but everything everywhere. And then John Williams, of course. 
for the Fablemans, which we mm. haven't talked about a lot outside of Judd Hirsch. John, what do you got? I have uh, BAFTA's All Quiet One. Um, that's a really unique score, you guys. It's the kind of score that uses silence sometimes. And I, like, I, I think you know what I mean when I say that. It's not constantly playing and the way that he uses minimalism in its in its composition along with sound design is really breathtaking. When I walked out of everything everywhere, I remember thinking like, holy crap, the, the way that they designed the music with what was happening in the film. But if I remember correctly, there's a lot of like Debussy and other famous pieces of music that are used in very interesting edited ways. So I'm ha- I was having trouble when I was looking at this list remembering what the original music sounded like in Everything Everywhere. I was yeah. I remember being more impressed by how they used familiar classical music and familiar songs that we've heard before to stretch across the different multiverses and make you think about you know like where you are. So as of right now, I have Everything Everywhere as my vote. I remember just being like my jaw was on the floor for how they ended up using music in the film. But because not all of it was original, I, I think All Quiet might take it. I don't know if you guys, you know, how you felt about it. I think we talked about it for sure. But if you've been thinking about it since then, but there are just some really interesting, bold choices that I think he made. It's the kind of score that I would not be surprised if that wins because it's such a unique approach to scoring a, a mm. war movie. It was just so, it was so fresh. It was, Dave, yeah. So that's, yeah. I, I, to be honest, um, I would vote for Babylon because cool. that was that was such a driving like it fit the character every scene it was in, and it like well there was that there, and, like every everything that like the whole way through that movie the the soundtrack was present and it fit everything it was doing. Um, I think the voters are going to go for John Williams because this. Well, you think so? Yeah. When was the last time John Williams won an Academy Award? I'm I think it's I think it's Saving Private Ryan. I believe so. He is his 53rd nomination according to Entertainment, and he he won for um, a song for um, Fuck, the dude, fucking having um, 53 nominations. Fiddler on the Roof, and then Jaws, <laughs> a goat, dude. then E.T., then Schindler's List, and then Saving Private Ryan. That's it. Just those five. And yeah, there's so many. He, he was... did not win for Jurassic Park. He did not win for Indiana Jones, even though we know and these themes correct really me well. For, is Fableman's his last? Did he say he's giving up? Or was it, I, I think he was retiring. Yeah, I mean he's fucked. He's not because if he is, like that's that's a big driving um, force. To like, he's got this. He's got this thing that's though. Crazy. I mean, you, here, here, I think there's going to be a lot of voters that are like, we can't possibly vote for this when he didn't win for Jurassic Park. Like the Fablemans is going to be number thirty on his catalog yeah. at best. So Jeff, gonna... he did not win, dude. For right, Saving so, Private Ryan, yeah. his last win was fucking Schindler's List. Schindler's List. So Schindler's List, E.T. Um, saving private Ro- sorry schindler's list et jaws e. fiddler on the roof and what's the fifth one star wars oh it's fucking duh God, <laughs> yeah star wars yeah. Think jaws um and fiddler on the roof yeah okay anyway um, crazy um have you heard of those movies <laughs> guys- uh, yeah so, <laughs> so i'm sorry to say he's got that's the meryl streep syndrome he's, he's not winning for people i mean um, he he wrote the theme that is forever associated with anyone sneaking up on anyone ever you know i feel like unless i don't i don't so many things yeah i i think babylon's got a chance again i think it's got a really good chance i think it's got a good chance I looking at this 
uh, I guess that's it. I, I mean, All Quiet's this weird movie where it's like, I just feel like we, we shouldn't take it for granted. I feel like that Oscars, uh, it gets so many, nom- it got nine, eight nominations, something like that. That's none of them are acting. So one, it's like, mm-hmm. Jeff, I mean, wishy-washy. Yeah, what do you got, dude? I know you wrote it down. <laughs> I no, I didn't write shit down. Um, drink, drink your drink your champagne, Jeff. I think I think Babylon will win, and if I would vote, I would vote for out of your uh, fucking pint glass. You got out of a Stein. Jesus, I, like I vote for all quiet because they had those stingers. Remember those stingers? Stein that had um, it's between Babylon and all quiet. I swear I didn't look at this before. Him, Babylon is giving one seventy five, so it's the favorite, which is surprising to me. But it, it was very flashy. It was very yeah. very well done. Uh, and then All Quiet is plus 175. And the other three don't have a chance, according to Vegas. But Vegas has been wrong before, so don't take these too seriously. It oh, just absolutely. means that people aren't voting for it. Yeah. Also, you forget about teases. So some people, like like what they would do is, if, if you are sure that Austin Butler is going to win, but you would only win $50, you would say, okay, what if I threw in Babylon for best score and this for that? And then they all have to win. So it's like the teases fuck with the numbers. But anyway... Next one, um, Babylon or All Quiet's gonna win. Music, original song. Okay, so now we're getting, now this is interesting too. This is a two person race. Yeah. <laughs> Applause. No idea, you guys. Just skip me. Yeah, what do we got? It's a Diane Warren song, but nobody saw Applause. So, or what, what is the movie from? Oh, Till. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. I shouldn't say that. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Till it like, like a woman. Till it like a woman. Oh, I thought it was Till. Sorry. That's I didn't a typo, make this. Yeah. I need to make, yeah. Or no, maybe, well, whatever. Sorry. Hold Diane. my hand from Top Gun. Uh, Lift me yes. up from Black Lady Panther. Gaga. Rihanna. Natu Natu the, from RR. Yeah. And, and then this, this is, is the life from everything everywhere. everywhere. All right. I, it's a two person race between the RRR song that everybody keeps talking about and Lift Me Up, which is um, Rihanna. Dude, and... the dance in that song is fucking spectacular. I just want to there say. There you go. Yeah. Ryan Coogler. Also, Ryan Coogler has a music uh, credit. Can you imagine if Ryan? Can you imagine if Ryan Coogler's first Oscar is a song? Oh my <laughs> god. god! He wrote apparently wrote some words, and up. then um, Ludwig Göransson, who famously won for best score <laughs> for Black Panther, words. who was the very white Swedish dude who won for Black Panther. <laughs> can you imagine if Ryan Coogler, one of the great directors of our time, who transforms? <sighs> cinema in this age made it's inclusive amazing storytelling <laughs> cinema and he wins best song that's his oscar yeah. oh my god that, that, stanley be, kubrick doesn't good, have an oscar but ryan coogler like, has best like, song he's a, a participation trophy for trying <laughs> i just want to shout out uh oh, robon cats robon cats is one of my uh, editing professors at school he fucking co-wrote the what song school? from pinocchio and they sure <laughs> he fucking co-wrote the song from pinocchio <laughs> And they did not get nominated. They got nominated in like every, all, most of the other major award things, and they just uh, didn't get nominated this time. Wow. Him, and, Andre, him and fucking Desplat. This, like this old Lady Gaga song that you this, famously this, did not like on our has podcast. Has this turned up in lectures? Is he bitter about it? No, we all like discovered um, it. We so. were like, yeah. guys, Rihanna actually didn't write any of the music. Ryan Coogler wrote music and lyrics. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking weird. All right, I'm going for not maybe to he's not good. Say. I don't know. It was catchy I think as I, hell. Dude. If I had a, <laughs> was, I'm gonna go. Should yeah. win, will win. R R R. I think this and is. I don't know the... if you guys remember. I don't know if you remember, but in our Top Gun episode, my only critique 
my only That's real it. critique was of that the song at movie. the end was too. It, I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, fucking not yet. Wait for the credits. Don't do it. Uh, um, Natsu Natsu is giving four thirty. Lift me up is plus four thirty. So Natsu Natsu is a very significant favorite, but lift me up still has a chance. Didn't and they take? Rihanna uh, is performing, uh, um, and she's going to be very pregnant, of course, but she is performing. And then hold my hand is plus seven fifty, which is just like a. That's just like a. Oh, let's vote for Lady Gaga, but I, that's not going to win. Yep, no. Didn't Which, the um, the last uh, Indian pop song win for um, Slumdog? Well, one won it won year, score and it? song. Yeah, oh, Jai Ho yeah. won. Even score, though score as well. I like Jai, was was Jai, Jai Ho was a fucking good song. Jai Ho's a fucking bop. I love. I love. I thought I loved Osaith. I bought that album. I literally bought the soundtrack because Osaith when you the plane pumped. is landing and the movie and the movie stars coming to town and the kids are running over the roofs and it's like Osaith and then I fucking love. But but Jai Ho is a fucking bop with the dance at the end. It was awesome. Okay. Oh come on. Um, right. Yeah. So there you go. Next one. Short film, live action. Didn't see any. Skipping it. Yeah, we'll skip that. Yeah, it was no Vegas. Here's the list. Anybody who's watched them, uh, yeah, Irish hunt, guy, hunt Ivali. these down and watch them before next week. Anybody, anybody we recognize in there? Alfonso Coron, Le Pepiu, Le Pupiu. Mm. I've heard people saying Alice that's really Moore great. Rocker. Yeah, Night Ride. Remember when Kobe Bryant paid John Williams millions of dollars to do a short film and they ended up winning? Yes, ridiculous. yes, I do. Yeah. yeah, Night Ride and the Red Suitcase. All right. Apparently, no one's allowed to say no to Kobe. Hey, RIP. 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 His mural is painted everywhere in yeah. this town, you guys. Yeah. Dave, next. <laughs> I watched the 1997 dunk contest the other night on uh, YouTube, oh, Jeff. Done. Yeah. It was, it was 19. It was it was pretty good. I've seen better, but it was he's 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 unreal. He's better. fucking incredible. We buzzed John for hating on the uh, the dunk contest back then. A six foot better dunk contest. A six foot two white guy won this year. Mac McClung. I, I saw close to him in high McClung, school. dude. He is so sick. That's saw, he's crazy. not even in the league. Okay, Dave. Um, All right, moving on. Short film animated. Yeah, no, man. Uh, uh, I, I mean, the only thing I want to vote for here is my year of dicks. Oh, that's, <laughs> a, that's an actual name. That's the actual name. You know what I want yeah. to vote for? I want to vote for the Ben short film from, um, from um, Parks and Recreation. Stand in the place where you, mm. you love... <laughs> Oh my God. Is that all I've achieved? Yeah. <laughs> Staying in the place where you live. Oh, <laughs> so funny. Oh, I might be depressed. I might be depressed. Okay, Dave, next. Or maybe the family guy, uh, did uh, French neorealism one. You know, where he's sitting at the kitchen table smoking the cigarette. It's fucking brilliant. Anyway, Dave, keep going. Visual effects. Here we are. Oh, let's have some fun. Oh boy. All quiet. Avatar. The Batman. Wakanda forever. Top Gun Maverick. This is a fucking okay. heavy hitting category. Yeah, the first four are the uh, the fifth one spent its entire fucking like advertising period stating how much they did practically. They didn't use any visual effects whatsoever, and then it comes out there's like fifteen hundred fucking visual effects shot in the, in the film. Dave, you know how many lens flares they cut out in visual effects? <laughs> See so how many times the camera was in frame and they had to paint it out. Well, that that was def- that was definitely a thing. Effects, yeah. That was definitely a thing. But yeah. uh, again, they ran their whole advertising campaign of how many t- we had people in the planes. We did this practically. We didn't use any visual was, effects. I watched and, the actors' pictures where there was just like all these gigantic cameras. There was actually, like where were those in the shots? Yeah, like, there was actually a caveat. Like you were not allowed to do. Like the press was banned from doing. They didn't release any visual effects package for this for Top Gun. Because they're visual were, effects expert on here. 
like this is a subject of bitterness in the community because they're like yeah I love we the did, reddit we threads did, that dave's on dave's on dark reddit we did <laughs> no i'm on pissed reddit man <laughs> dave, dave's on the the, the he's he, dave has an 8chan account not because he stormed the capital but because of the other dps that need to go in secret <laughs> and because they so stormed dave, the capital you're, you're voting for your top gun maverick i assume yeah. uh yeah no no um you know what i think any anyone in this category was like all right, we got nominated, and then they announced Avatar, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. I don't. I think it's going to walk away with this. I mean, it should win, right? Like, it, they, I mean, did, they, they did yeah. water. Well, <laughs> they went yeah. underwater. Mostly, yeah. underwater. But like, they also redefined facial capture. Like other studios, yeah. apart from Weta, don't have that facial capture technology. They they rewrote the book. They rewrote the book on like lidar scanning. They rewrote the book on so many things on that film, Avatar, all the way. John? BAFTAs gave it to Avatar. I completely agree. Avatar is going to take it and probably should take it. But Dave, I'm voting for Top Gun Maverick. Just, <laughs> Does the piss Dave just... <laughs> No. Should win, will win. I don't for that, but I have a bomb. Avatar so The Way it. of Water. Not to give the short shrift, but it's fucking genius. And the fact that you figured out how they did the water. And also, they did hair differently. They real. did the texture of the face differently. They did everything different than the last yeah. movie. I only know this because of you, Dave. I'm talking like I know anything. No, um, it was unbelievable. Go it watch was. both of them back to back. I've, I've, don't, I've seen, don't do that. I've seen, but if yeah, you want yeah. to, you would see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen I've seen clips now of the the facial recognition system and the control you have, uh, and it's just fucking phenomenal. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Um, if I'm being honest, the faces weren't what blew me away in that movie. It was the no. environments. It yeah, was, it was the, absolutely the environments. Yeah. Everything else, like, like no fucking, one, no one can scared do, me. How I'm, yeah, no one can do water uncanny. like that. Did. Sigmund Freud's uncanny. Like I, it was, it was almost okay. like unsettling sitting there in the theater because you're like, this is so real. It was cool that I'm not quite sure what I'm watching. I, you know, yeah, I don't. It's, it's, that's it's why that I don't mind real. when people are like, oh, this story, it's boring. They're just learning how to surf, or whatever. And it's like, I was literally in that world. That is yeah. good enough for me. I, I would do that every night. Just like, oh, I can't sleep. Let me just fucking go into that world and like fuck that tree for a little bit or whatever, whatever they yeah, do with the tree. live in fucking Pandora yeah, water yeah. world. What I'll was the name of this was... water island? I was trying to remember the other day. The name of that water tribe. Oh, I don't fucking They're remember. The water it's islands it's that they to. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Top Gun Maverick is actually in second, but it's plus 1100, so it's got no chance. But it's... Anyway, sure. Dave, yeah. next. Do you fuck the tree? Is that what... What is that? The connection to the tree you is sensual, tree. I know, no, but like... Um, no, I think Sigourney Weaver fucked the tree. I, I kind of forgot that was her. So she, we she somehow fucked the earth, and now yeah. her child is that in is a, they um, insinuated that she died, and they plugged her into it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, they plugged her think into it. Okay, next, next, it's, next, it's, next. It's like the Matrix meets the Bible. Ooh. Next, that is that <laughs> is the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> that is, yeah. Cinematography. All quiet, Bardo. John, your movie. Part of Fars Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. Yeah, I'm gonna kick, let me kick it off because they won the ASC award the other night. Well, let me, let me read think... the whole category for our friends here. All, right, all, all quiet, right, all right. Bardo, Elvis, Empire of Light, Roger Deakins. We saw, and I think it's because it's a Roger Deakins. It's a brilliant movie, but I'm I'm a little surprised it got there. But you know, it's 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 brilliant. And then of course, no, there was some great shots in that. And Tar Tar deserved it because they, they did move that camera around a lot. Once or twice, yeah. Yeah, I guess. But, Come yeah. on. So uh, BAFTAs gave it to All Quiet. Bardo was not nominated at the Baptist. Mm. Uh, 
um, the Batman, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Top Gun were nominated oh, along with all. all ba- come on, Banshees! So, the Banshees, man, they they did real locations and all that shit. I that thought was, that was surprising too. It was stunning, man. It was beautiful, and I. I ugh, anyway, and he is a well loved <laughs> yeah. cinematographer um, who anyway. shot Banshees. I don't know, he's, he's young. Florian was it Florian? Or did he shoot Babylon? Anyway, uh, I'm going with Bardo. Without a doubt, for sure. That is my pick. That is the um, one I still haven't I think, seen, so I don't know if I can actually pick on this. And I think they're also ben, going to Carter win. Carter Burwell. For, oh, no, it's composer. Shit, sorry. Cinematographer is uh, mm. Ben Davis. Ben Davis, thank you. Ben Davis, who Dave, you and I talked about oh, because he did a he's bunch of Marvel movies. He looks young, but he's not young. Three billboards. He did a bunch he did of Guardians. Marvel movies. Mm. Guardians, he did Captain yeah. Marvel. Yeah, Avengers. Um, Eternal, he did Eternals. Sorry, dude. You did a good job. He did a good job on that. He did. He's done a bunch of the big Marvel Doctor movies. Doctor Strange. Um, Bardo, I think, is is going to win. It's not just my vote. I think it's going Ultron. to win because it's the only nomination. Sorry. So, yeah, Bardo has it for me. That's... But, but I, I have seen enough of Bardo to know that some of those shots were fucking awesome. That was really wild. I don't think it's going to win. But, Dave? I mean, I haven't seen Bardo. I will this week. Having said that now, um, at this point... All of a sudden, this 20-year-old man becomes a 60-year-old man in the same shot. It's, like, really fucking crazy what they did in that movie. Cool. Um, at this point, <laughs> you, all, all quiet. <laughs> what? It was cool. cool. We buzz subjects. No, Jeff, Jeff, don't buzz him. He's just getting toasty. He's just, he's just getting a little toasty. I'm almost done with my bottle of champagne. How are you done? I'm Nobody's drunk. fucking buzzed you. Here, finish it. I had a shot of tequila before. How am I done? It's an hour. Martini. We're an hour and a half in. I haven't eaten enough food today. Thank you to My both God, of your significant yeah. others for giving you two nights this week of yeah, you just we, being on we, your computer getting drunk we, in your we, closet. You yeah. <laughs> fucking weirdos. Okay. I have so much Dave, work to do. We're almost this. at Matt and Mark level episode length. Dave, Roger Deakins is not going to win, so who are you voting for? Uh, I'm going to, I think All Quiet might take this. I would definitely, yeah, James Friend. I would definitely quiet. vote yeah, for All having Quiet. Having not seen uh, Bardo yet, I think All Quiet. Um, if it wins, hell yeah. It's fucking mm. brilliant. The, some of those shots, and actually, they shamelessly like said that they borrowed technique from Roger Deakins, which I actually love. Okay. I love when somebody's shameless and like. I, I've, I've we, seen the I've seen the how to video on that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I, I I actually I am personally voting for and also rooting for James Friend, um, who I hope wins for All Quiet on the Western Front and the Vegas odds minus 410 and then elvis in second place with plus 500 so still all quiet is like significantly ahead but don't discount elvis yeah and then empire is number three but again it's just the deacons effect mm. all right all right we're in the last we're couple there. anyone need a pee break before we go on i do no we got uh okay jeff uh, and i'll vamp yeah we'll go vamp. for it <laughs> He's so what do you really think of Dave? We should be on Twitch. You know, we're we're gonna run the hour and a half episodes. We gotta get on the we gotta get on the streamers for all the kids that you know live at live what in their basement. What does he say though? Isn't it interesting that Dave, you're not even gonna give us the next fucking card? No, he's not gonna give it to us. Hold on a second. ASC Awards. Let me make sure this is right. But I had a friend who went to it the other night, and they said, I'm pretty sure they said Bardo just won. Casually dropped that. The what did you say? The AOC Awards? Nope. Elvis. Uh, Mandy Walker won. Interesting. Wow. Manny Walker won for Elvis. You said they're in second place with Vegas odds right now? For cinematography? Yes. Yeah, American Society of Cinematographers. Sorry, this ASC. Um, theatrical feature film went to Mandy Walker. Yeah. I guess maybe something honorary went to Bardo. God, it's a shame. It, it, still, looked, it looked cool. I wonder, too. I wonder, this is here. So let's, let's use this in our vamp. 
So Netflix, it looks like Pinocchio is going to be their lock, and then All Quiet is their film lock. But they also gave all this. We talked about this. So, the, so Blonde came out kind of first in this run that they had, where they just gave all these people a lot of money, and all their movies came out at the same time. So Bardo was this other one. You saw it at a premiere in theaters, which is great. I, I imagine in theaters it was a fucking wild, wild ride, as you it talked was, about before. It was so beautiful. Um, so that gets dumped on there too. I mean, people just they can't see all these streaming movies, and I know that with the most of the voters, they have screening rooms and stuff, and they get the the screeners. It's like. I wonder if you just get fatigue of seeing all the streaming movies. After I think a while. you do. I think you absolutely do. Especially they all came out right within a month of each other. Because I can't believe that's not nominated for cinematography. Yeah, like it was so unique with the so way unique. that they filmed every every single shot and every single scene and every single transition was a fresh take on how to film a movie. So that's the fucking that pisses me off. That the they fire were not sequences, not even just those like the 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 segues, like the 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 fucking on the waterfall sequence that was just like holy shit. But like the the opening, that opening sequence. Yeah. They were just talking about how it's a fucking travesty. The blonde was not nominated. Yeah, we for want more That's attention crazy. for blonde. Really, it's nuts that it wasn't nominated. It was shot well, so style. It was so interesting. Anyway, Dave, what's hmm. next? I'm not going to agree with that. Just, just. Go to the, shouldn't be nominated. No. Can you go to the Can you go to the next slide? Wow, all right. Dude, we're an yeah. audio podcast. All right, yeah. <laughs> That's what podcasts are. Yeah. Motherfucker. Makeup and hair audio podcast, specifically audio podcast. All quiet. Makeup. The and Batman. Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. Elvis. The Whale. So, so uh, move, Elvis won for the Baftas. Throw that out there. Mm. Because of the, <laughs> is it because of Tom Hanks' accent? God, that really is my hang-up. That is my hang-up with that movie, you guys. <laughs> I can't stop. I do you can't say it enough. That do you think just... it's Tom Hanks' hang-up? Do you think Tom Hanks is happy he got COVID so that he could blame that for anybody? He's like, look, I did everything I could. Oh, yeah, and I got COVID. People go, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. Cool. I'll go first on this one. Um, I'm voting for All Quiet on the Western Front because the continuity alone and keeping those boys those young men covered in all the mud and That's all the fair. stuff, the period people often think of like authenticity and the way people look, they give it to costume all the way. And that's, that, uh, they should, you know, that's a big piece of it, but man, the makeup makes a huge difference. And I don't know, just the more and more I'm getting into the nitty gritty of how to actually make these things seem realistic to me. I was, I was shaken by how effective the war makeup was and maybe that's a cliche because you know war movies have some you know throughout history get so much acclaim for that kind of stuff but i'm voting for all quiet on the western front but i wouldn't be surprised if the whale takes it i don't know anything about the vegas odds elvis won at the baptist like i said but the prosthetic stuff in the whale was fucking unbelievable i mean i don't mm. want to shortchange that one bit i am uh, i am going the whale nice uh that's what i think should win and that's what i think the voters will go for Dave. Did you see that reel? Yeah, of Brendan getting dressed. Yes, Whoa. I did. Holy <laughs> fuck, dude! Wow, really also, what, a, um, what dedication for an actor! Like, he was in the chair for hours. I yeah. also feel like it, it, it should go for two things. Number one is these kinds of movies have been winning, whether it's um, so last year it was Tammy Faye, it was so it's like, and then you have the Iron Lady, you have the ones where it tends to be like one featured actor making the transformation with help of makeup yeah. as opposed to. The Lord of the Rings, where you had a thousand orcs. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. I the, other, <laughs> the other day, I was thinking about you. Remember when we were we were all watching those movies, and 
you were talking about that lead orc in Fellowship, and you were like, do you think he was? He said to his friends, hey, did you guys see me in the movie? <laughs> hey, did you, you guys see me in the movie? Did you see me? Yeah. You see how that was me? That was me. Nobody's talking to him afterwards. He's on the carpet, and nobody wants to interview him. He's like, guys, <laughs> that was me. And like, none of the interviewers give a fuck. Wow, that's just like being um, the colorist or something. Oh my, oh my god, god. that's so funny. A, I always, yeah, make, I always make it funny. creepy every time I go to like a, a red carpet because none of the actors know me, but I know them. I've been looking at them for three months, so I point that out while I'm shaking that's hands. That's weird. I'm, yes. I'm creeped out. Good thing right you, now, have, good thing you haven't worked on any um, illicit scenes. Okay, so anyway, I would vote for The Whale. And I think that one thing that's important with this particular movie is that I feel like he put the suit on and he gained the weight with class and i mean that mm. wholeheartedly and genuinely because i understand i understand the concern that some people would say is well why can't people r- rather than cast a name and then make them into this why can't there be representation for things like that beyond you know race and identities and these other kinds of and orientations and such can't we get some more you know like gilbert grape or something and you know uh, I, that's a different argument for a different time but i do feel like they did this with class and it's hard to explain why I believe that, but like, I do think that matters and, and it, and it was brilliant and it was genius, but not just because they made Brendan Fraser look like a a bigger man, but because they made the character believable. Yeah. That's, that's it. So I think it should be a little shit. So the whale is giving 120 and Elvis is plus 110. So it's pretty close between the two of them. And then Batman is pretty far behind in third. Yeah, nice. I mean right. the work they did on Colin Farrell for that was amazing, but dude, yeah, the it was also a long time ago. You know, Batman is one of those Fair. movies where it's it's yeah. cool that it got nominated. Just, this matters, you know. That was literally a year ago. It came out last right. March. We're I, heading into the. I think we're heading into the last few now. Writing adapted screenplay. Ah, adapted screenplay. Adapted All quiet. Glass Onion. That's Ryan Johnson, of course. You have Living. Top Gun Maverick and women talking. Top Gun what the fuck adapted. was Top Gun Maverick adapted from? <laughs> the first movie. Just based on original yeah. stories. Is that um, what they mean? Yes, yeah. 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 Original, original IP, yeah. characters. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. W- women talking is Sarah Polly's uh, script. We, we talked about women talking, and that was very moving for me and all of us. So go see it if you haven't seen women talking. Yeah. All right. Dave. Uh, that's actually, uh, they dropped that this week on uh, one of the streaming networks. So you I'll can search, you can search for it on streaming. Um, yeah, John, go for it. I am going with All Quiet. Um, I think women talking could win, and I would uh, I would be very, very satisfied with that. Still a, re- never still read a, still a rental. Women talking is still a rental. Ah, okay. I've never read either of these books, but All Quiet, post-Parasite, we are finally seeing like the world really embracing and with the streamers, it's probably the best thing that's come out of these streamers. We're seeing like international film and television, like really coming into people's homes Mm. across the world, not just in America. And this is probably the best example of that in my mind of look what happens when you actually take we've, you know, all the ages of decades of classic Hollywood trying to tell stories in British accents and American accents of like international cultures. This was such a perfect example of, this is how you adapt something and actually do it with authenticity and then bring it into homes across the world. So I was just really, really, really moved by it. I think Women Talking was really great as well. Um, so I would not be surprised if that won. But there was something really timely for me with the war and everything that's happening right now about seeing that German perspective 
and told in German. And it just, I don't know, it really, it really grabbed me. So that's my vote. Dave? I have the same, all quiet. Nice. For both. Um, Ryan Johnson was nominated for the first Knives Out. Um, I think this is almost like a thank you for doing this fun genre again. And we understand that you had to take the money from Netflix and we wish it could have been in theaters for longer but there's no chance that it's going to win. Living in Top Gun, there's just no chance it's going to win, even though, good job. So women talking and all quiet. I agree with with everything that you both just said. Yeah. Um, I think adding that character in all quiet should count for something. I've never read the book, but just knowing that, they added the Daniel Brühl character. So it was basically like, he was the most sympathetic character in this, and he was literally blamed by the Nazis, essentially to justify why they needed to go back to war, like single-handedly because he negotiated peace, and they got a bad deal. But they took a bad deal because the trench thing was fucking stupid and Germans were just dying for no reason, as were the friends. Anyway, so, but I think women talking, if, I think women talking I should win and will win. I voted, I would vote for women talking. The whole mm. movie is just talking, yeah. you know? So All Quiet is a brilliant movie, but also the direction, the cinematography, the production design, all these things. Not that that takes away from the screenplay. It's all because the screenplay was good that that is true. But women talking is the movie. The movie is women talking, and it's a fin- it's a very moving piece of just That's them fair. talking. And I think that texture worked for me. And looking at the odds, women talking is giving two forty. All quiet is plus one fifty five. So it's basically like a 70, 30, 65, 35 for women talking over all quiet. So women talking is in the lead. Yes, I'm good with that. Uh, all quiet won the BAFTAs. Mm. I, mean, oh, I, didn't, the, yeah. I didn't look up the WGA. I'll look it up and I'll give you both the WGAs after the next category. All right. We're going to move on. Yep. Writing original screenplay. So correct me if I'm wrong. All five of these are the exact same nominees for best director. Banshees of Inishair and Martin McDonough. Everything all everywhere all at once. The Daniels. Both, all, both right. of those yeah. are directors. Yeah. The Fableman, Steven Spielberg, best director. Tony Kushner. Tar, Todd Field, also the director. Triangle of Sadness, Ruben Oslin, also the director. Tell me that's not the exact same for Isn't that weird? I don't know why that, that's not getting enough attention because that's a, that's a pretty interesting, that's a pretty interesting Anomaly. moment. Yeah. Now, you could have the Birdman thing where Birdman just wins both and it's anticlimactic, or it could be an opportunity to spread the wealth. So I'm very curious to see what you think, and I'm very curious to see what so the Academy the, does. The WGAs, Everything Everywhere took it, and for the BAFTAs, the Banshees of Inisherin took it. Yeah, I think it's a I mean, Americans yeah. won at the WGAs and the fucking <laughs> the uh, the Englishman, Mister. Bar- he is English, right? Isn't that what, he's not Irish. He's actually born and raised in English, but Irish. Born in Ireland, raised in England, like born um, in Ireland, like Kenny Branagh, like Kenny Branagh. Excellent. Okay, um, so there you go. I am going with. Um, I'm going with an outlier here. I'm going with Todd Fields for Tar. That's my vote for original screenplay. And I think, despite what we just said with the list, I think the Fablemans has a chance to take it. Yeah. Um, That was, but, you know, I didn't know these awards had had happened that way. I think Martin McDonough has won before. So I was guess I was thinking maybe people would think, oh, he's won before. And Everything Everywhere is one of those where... I just lied. I I need to read this screenplay to actually make this call. So this is just a distance me you know speculating here but so what is most effective for me in this movie did probably it probably did not exist on the page it was probably in the conception of how they were going to shoot it and put it together i do know they used we see which apparently everyone is bagging out on twitter 
right now. So it's like a screenwriting software or something. No, or? no. We see is the, the we see this happen. Like it's it's a technique in screenwriting. We're oh, like oh, we, oh, we sure, see sure. and, and every, for, some, the audience for some is, reason yeah. everyone's bagging out we see at the moment. I don't know what's going on with that, but it's, there's a whole school of thought on whether or not you're supposed to use that um, yeah. that third well, person. Hey, and when well, you're talking at least about four of the nominees for writing a screen original screenplay used we see. So sure, but sure. by the way, I lied. So I might be I might be the only person in a, that's going for Tar, but that's that's my vote. Tar. I lied. He was totally raised in London, but both his parents were Irish. My deepest apologies. Everybody. I thought so. I thought that's what it was on the Team Deacon's mm. podcast. I thought that's Sorry. what he said to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's also a punishment on this show. Yeah, but shout out because he's dating Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and that's fucking cool. Okay, go ahead. That is cool. I guess. Um, Somebody else. I think uh, I'm gonna go for everything everywhere all at once, and I think they're gonna give it to it because yeah, I, I I enjoyed how this was how it was structured, how it was, yeah, I, I enjoyed everything. Um, yeah. What I, th I think I would vote for Banshees here, but not necessarily for best director. I would split it up. That's what I would do. And I think that it matters, but it also, I don't mind that everything everywhere is going to do the clean sweep. I'm also reminded of, um, the Coen brothers versus Paul Thomas Anderson in 2007, 2008, when the Coens won best adaptive screenplay and best director and best picture. And it's like, can you just give Paul best director, <laughs> you know, can you just do that? You know? So it's like, I feel like with this, if I were voting, I would spread the wealth and I would give Martin McDonough because always... this screenplay is so tight, It is, it is but also it seems so free and easy. And I know everything everywhere. It just it's so wildly specific and it's so brilliant and all that kind of stuff. And they directed what was on the page. But I, I, I would I think this is easy. Give Martin McDonough this award and then give the Daniels best director. I think it's the easiest thing that if, if we came if I if we could pitch it and do a group vote, not anonymous. That's what I would do, but I would not be surprised if everything did the clean sweep of writing. So, directing OK, so what are your two? I just said it. Should win Banshees. So <laughs> Should win Banshees. Will win everything everywhere. There we go. And got it. Okay, nice. so for both of the odds, everything everywhere is giving one fifty. Banshees is plus one hundred, so it's pretty damn close. Sixty forty, maybe fifty five wow. fifty five. And then for adapted, Women Talking is giving two forty. All Quiet is plus one fifty five. So like sixty forty, sixty five twenty thirty thirty five for Women Talking. Cool. All right, moving all on. Right. Sound. He put sound here. Okay. Well, uh, it somewhere. All Quiet, like Avatar, the, the Batman. All Quiet, Avatar, the Batman, Elvis, Top Gun. Seems like monsters. It seems to me like All Quiet, Avatar, and Top Gun, but really All Quiet and Top Gun. All right. What do you think, John? No disrespect to Elvis and the Batman. But... I was going to say, I'm going outlier here. I thought the sound design in Elvis was fucking crazy. I just thought it was really, really unique. And uh, the way... It ended up playing such a huge part of the of his approach to telling this story. It, it was not a realistic sound design. You know, it was definitely very conceptual, but it just, man, it worked for me. And I didn't even get to see this in Dolby. Do you remember me saying that, Dave? Yeah. I saw this in a regular digital theater, <clears throat> and I was still just like, what the fuck is happening, dude? This is fucking brilliant. So almost more design. It's almost a shame that they, for anybody listening... The sound community is kind of pissed off that they combined this into one large award. Yeah, of course. Because there was a very big difference between the editing that goes into sound effects, backgrounds, music, and dialogue, production sound, 
and the eventual final step of mixing all yeah. of these elements together. Especially and now so Dolby's they combined in play. it this year. Yeah, yeah. So they combined all these together. So it's a little it's a little frustrating. I might, I might have different votes if we split it up. But <clears throat> I think Top Gun is going to win. And I'm not upset about it. Like you said, it might be, there might not be a place to give these awards out. We're talking about editing. We're talking about visual effects. I think Top Gun might take sound. Um, and I think that would be really fun. And I think that'd be really cool. But Elvis actually has my vote. All these other ones are really fucking impressive, though. All Quiet was incredibly brutally realistic and it was it was hard to listen to in the theater in a in a great way dave i agree with you totally i did see yeah. i did see elvis in uh, dolby and it was like i was in the motherfucking concert so like that is Nuts. that is yeah. the second best maybe um, now that we've got to this point of the year maybe the third best dolby mix i've ever heard in a film Mm. um fuck and i missed it yeah it, <laughs> uh, like it. it was amazing and they deserve uh, a fucking good. award for it elvis all the way i listened to a podcast fuck with yeah. one of these guys the, specifically the one who said it in dolby maybe it was mark taylor and it was fucking cool um so no that's top gun sorry elvis uh i forget who it was then sorry michael keller maybe anyway um i'm with you and i saw it on hbo max and i thought elvis was brilliant but it's gonna be between top gun and all quiet and uh I'd rather give it to All Quiet because I think war movies always win, although I early in the year would have thought Top Gun. So I'll say I'll say I would vote for Top Gun, but it's gonna be all quiet. We'll win all quiet. Nice. Okay. All right. Nice. And the odds are we'll win Top Gun. Minus four hundred. All quiet is in second at plus three sixty. So that's like seventy five twenty five hmm. towards Top Gun now. I, I think they're wrong. God, I want to go watch I think Top Gun wrong. right fucking now. Dude. I, I might <laughs> watch it tomorrow. <laughs> dude. All right, are we at best director oh, yeah, yet, dude. or is there anything else? Production design. Oh, we Production haven't done cinematography design. yet, have we? Yeah. Okay. We did nope. cinematography. Yeah, we did. I voted for Bardo. Oh, you're you fucking right. Okay. For, Production uh, design. Production yeah. design. You're right. Hmm. Um. Okay, All Quiet, Avatar, Babylon, Elvis, Fablemans. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah, Fablemans, I think, is I love, out of the it's, running here. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I, I shouldn't, I don't mean to I laugh. I love the but film. It was a feel good film. I love film. the film. Yeah. It's just not the kind of movie that wins these awards. No. Kudos to them. All right, same deal. All Quiet, so realistic, so authentic. I wouldn't be surprised if it wins. I'm voting for Elvis, and I think Avatar is going to win. Dave? I I would vote for Avatar and I think it's gonna win. I would vote yeah, for I, I would vote so. for Avatar. I think All Quiet's gonna win. Ooh. I wouldn't be you're never it's never a shock when a brilliant yeah. war epic take takes yeah, these all of these fair. awards, right? I mean it's fucking crazy I mean, how realistic is, that production was. Production design's hard to call this year. All right, let me look. Yeah, I know we're, we're we're going quickly through this, but it's brilliant. Yeah. I'm surprised Babylon that Babylon isn't gonna get maybe Babylon. Oh yeah, my bad. I forgot to look up um oh my what did we just do sound? I forgot to to let you guys know that sound at the BAFTAs was all quiet. Yeah. And production design is Babylon at the BAFTAs. Oh. Babylon's giving 225, Elvis plus 330. All quiet's nowhere. All quiet and Avatar. This is fairly close for, for across the board. The fact that there's four that are in the triple digits. I, I, for those of you who don't, it's it's this is this is not it's not a runaway race. Let's put it that way. Fablemans is is not gonna win. But <laughs> Babylon giving 225 is the favorite. Elvis is in second, but then Avatar and All Quiet are not, you know, it really could be any of them if you play yeah. the odds. But Babylon's the favorite, and then Elvis. All right. Okay. Moving on. We're almost there. All right. Directing. We sort of covered this. Banshees, oh everything, Fableman's, Tar, Triangle. Hmm. Yeah. 
Mark McDonough, Banshee. first again? The Daniels, yeah, Steven Spielberg, Todd Field, Ruben Ostland. Let's see what we got. John. All right, I'm going for the Quans. Yeah. I think it's their year. I think. The, you mean the Daniels? Daniels. Everything... The, the Quans, excuse me. Excuse me. Jesus Christ. Daniel and <laughs> Quan and Daniel Scheinert. Daniels. Yeah, sure, sure. Not the Daniels. <laughs> Daniels. Just Daniels. We didn't mention their short film in their in the movie they made. Yeah, Daniels. <laughs> um, everything I've said all this whole episode. This is probably why I'm going to be giving it to them. All the elements, it could have all been really sexy and attractive in individual elements, but this film is incredible because they found a way to make it work. And I'm going to give it to them because I don't know if anybody else alive could have made this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I. And I think that is, they are very original. I've seen all their shorts. I'm curious to see what they're going to do next, not to be that person, but this is their thing that they have been exercising for about a decade now. And this is the best it's ever been. Um, so I think I'm going to give it to them for that. But I would not be surprised if the Academy gave Steven Spielberg one more rap. True. Just because it is so personal. He hasn't made a movie like this in a very long time. <laughs> The only other time he made a movie this personal for me, I think, was Schindler's List, and it was so intensely dramatic. I feel like this was something that we haven't seen him do in a long time, and he proved to us once again that he's he's more than what you think he is. So to jump on that really, too, I wouldn't be shocked. Ironically, because this is his most autobiographical film, it was also his most humble directing achievement, in my opinion. Totally, Dave. I completely I, agree. I, I think the Daniels have got it. Yeah, same. Like given the. The trouble they had with the VFX pipeline, everything, everything they they went off book so much to accomplish, yeah, and accomplished I, it so well. Yeah, I the world building yeah. everything, yeah. and and I don't mean now, to. I do just want to sorry, go ahead. I just want to point out that Edward Berger was not nominated for All Quiet. Is that weird? He won the BAFTA, mm. and he was not nominated. And I don't know if it's because it's technically a foreign film, but. He would have gotten my vote for best director. Yeah, if I, don't, he had been I think in that's Ru- fair. Ruben, that would have that would have introduced a level of competition. I think Ruben Ostland yeah. here. No disrespect, because you know the Triangle Sadness is polarizing. I loved it. My family hated it. It's whatever. I I'm surprised that he's in there and that Edward Berger I think would have gotten that spot. But but kudos to Ruben mm-hmm. Ostland for getting nominated. But yeah. still, sure. Um, I Daniel's across the board, and I don't mean to diminish what they did with the writing because you know they wrote such a strange and unusual piece that's so brilliant, but. This is it's so obviously them for best director. They should win. Nobody's gonna sit there and be like, oh, they shouldn't yeah, have won. Yeah, Even no. Spielberg, and I appreciate it, but he's he's not gonna win. It's gonna Spielberg be Spielberg should be on his feet. Like if that gets he will announced. be on his feet. Yeah. He will be on his feet. I think he will, yeah. yeah. It's nuts. All right. And then they're they're, 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 they're giving eighteen hundred. They're they're basically locked. Okay. And then Spielberg second. Moving on. We're at the end, All guys. Right. We're at the end. So this is ranked this choice is voting. So small and on this the screen is because now picture. there's ten fucking we, pitches. This really could be like five different ones because they did the ranked choice. So we'll talk about that in a second. All quiet, Avatar, Banshees, Elvis, Everything Everywhere, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, Women Talking. Women Talking is a good surprise in there. Yeah. Um. I also Not wish that Charlotte Wells all, got. I, I wish way. Charlotte Wells got something for After Sun, but yeah, I mean Paul Mescal's in there. But you know. yeah, I mean I couldn't say that enough. Women talking, directed by um, fuck me, guys. What's her name? 
Women uh, talking like Sarah, um, Sarah Sarah Polly. Sarah Polly. Well, she has, she's much. gonna win. Uh, she's gonna win for writing. But I'm surprised that After Sun with Charlotte Wells that there's nowhere because she's winning yeah. like Best Newcomer, Best Whatever. She's winning all these other awards. I know she so won a DGA or a WGA. Who After Sun is their favorite movie this year? Yeah, it same. is crazy to me that a tiny, usually a tiny little movie like that splinters its yeah. way into the mix, and it. I do not know how it got looked over this time. I mean, For me, yeah. I know you love Triangle of Sadness. And nope I thought could after have been Sun, in there. Yeah. I thought After Sun and Triangle of Sadness were in the same world of I that yeah, independent yeah. outlier. And I thought I After know. Sun for me was more was more See, successful. For me, Triangle, Triangle kind of died in the third act. So I understand. I agree. That's no, no, after Sun for me, this is it's, a, it's a very yeah. interesting list. But all quiet, Banshees. I doubt Elvis, but maybe. I mean, everything is going to be the favorite. I haven't looked, but it's going to be the favorite. Um. Fablemans people loved, and then of course Top Gun is this very strange like. Who it's it's it's, it's, cool. it's you know yeah. we don't know like it could because of the I ranked choice voting. Was nominated for best picture in in seventy seven. Was it? I think so. I think so too. Cool. Because of look it up? because of the ranked yeah, choice, I, you can have a lot I, I of know, people. I was five. So you can you can have people burying Top Gun, being like this shouldn't win, but you can have people burying um banshees and being yeah. like it's too dark why are people I mean, liking this so banshees would, could win if it was a single ballot but i think not. because I mean, it's really sure choice i think everything everywhere is going to win and the I couple think it's next be to a, me would have no banged doubter. everything everywhere all at once because they walked out 20 minutes in oh there you go so weird. what do you guys yeah. think yeah. I, th- I, already it's, I think everything everywhere is a lock because of ranked choice if nothing else I agree. I think it's going to win. I am going to agree with the BAFTA awards, and I'm going for All Quiet on okay. the Western Front for yeah, sure. That's fantastic. my favorite. That's I think that's the best picture this year. Dave, I mean, I'm I, I agree. Everything ever. Uh, sorry, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front was a fantastic movie, but I must admit, in that event screening in IMAX of Everything Everywhere All at Once, I have not experienced such a feeling of joy in the theater watching yeah. a film since my teenage yeah. years. So. We want the Oscars to yeah. represent what's happening now. Like if, now, if they're going off the how movie. it makes you feel, that's the movie. which is how we operate, yeah. then everything ever all at once is all in. I would be torn if I was a voter because I would want to vote for Banshees, but I would know if I did that I was voting for a third-party candidate. Not that it can't win, but that everything everywhere, just it's it's the movie of the year. It's between two movies. I would th- I think there's probably more people all who are considering the Fablemans. Then yeah, the old voters. I think it's all quiet. They, they added too many young voters for that. Mm-hmm. They added too many young voters. The past That's couple true. years, they added three thousand young voters. Um, everything everywhere is giving seven hundred. Banshees plus eleven hundred. All quiet plus fourteen hundred. So it looks like director and picture are sort of a lock, but you never know. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much. Let's try to keep it under two hours here. So, <laughs> we, we always, yeah, yeah. Yeah, know what you've been watching. We, we'll just we'll just sign yeah. off. Yeah, gotta keep it there. Um, always a pleasure, gentlemen. Another good award season. I'm so glad we saw so many of these movies ahead of time in what theaters. A fucking year. What in a theaters. year. 2022, dude. Jesus. These movies came out swinging. I don't know who's still listening to this, but the five of you still listening to the hour and fifty three minute. We we saw. I guess we said we saw almost all of these movies in theaters, and they're better in theaters. So yeah. the, the the lesson is <laughs> yeah. the lesson is. And just I, go see them. Also, you see what for, movies coming out this weekend and go hesitant, see it. We saw everything everywhere before when it was limited release. We were like, let's go see it. People are talking about yeah, it. We saw for it anyone who's hesitant to go to the movies, I've been going to the movies since 2021, and I got COVID in a bar. <laughs> I the only place yeah. I got COVID was a bar. In yeah, New I stopped at a theater and I never so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, good call. Good I got call. it at a retirement party. <laughs>
<laughs> wow. <laughs> was, there um, a, was there retirement permanent? It definitely is now. That's for sure. <laughs> Enjoy right. your Sunday night Academy Award watching, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, come at us if you disagree or if you have yeah. your own votes. Those and we'll of you that are watching uh, and not watching <laughs> The Last of Us. If you disagree, give your own opinion. You have your own fucking opinion, people. Yeah, I mean, we have a phone yeah. number now. Fuck you, you listener. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a, if you disagree, we have you, you can call us. <laughs> we do have right. a phone number now. Dave, you want to announce the phone number? Okay, the, uh, the, the, the phone number, uh, which you can find in the uh, all of the uh, show notes. Show notes, that's what it's called. I They buzz me a lot, everyone. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's a uh, fuck you. I was doing it too. I just did it. That is my phone as well. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> Fine, you read out the fucking phone number. Okay, the, fo- oh the phone God. number, if you want to leave us a voice message, it can also take texts. 646 484 well, the funny thing is that was my personal number during the pandemic when I was doing like help desk tickets for my job. So anyone who still has that number and calls it is now going to get a very interesting fucking message. I hope they do. <laughs> They're going to get a lot of spam, too. All right, yeah. people, we got to go. I'm going to keep it under two hours with the, with the fucking music. Oh, we didn't do our sponsors. With the Dawson music. Bye. <laughs>